listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I love her and I hate to leave her lonely. Ring, ring with my iPhone. It was my homie. He said, let's hit Japan and we can make a jam. We can make a hundred grand spend it in the south of France. Nothing further. I jumped, grabbed my Goyard trunk, got ready to walk it out like Unk in my John Lennon Chucks. That's when I heard murder. You're killing me. You're filling me with sorrow. Sunrise goodbyes and missing you tomorrows. I turn to see my dream love supreme queen meaning thing on the screen cry. I dropped my bags in the flash faster than 180 in that dash, sir, to dry tears. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Monday. Yes. First Monday after the strain. That strain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, we got that going for us. Uh, we also, uh, you know, uh, have over 500 people in our Facebook group now. Woo-hoo! Yes, yeah, uh, getting pretty ridiculous in there. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people um I had to officially ban my first person because uh, they wouldn't stop typing in all caps and responding to every other like response that's all we asked yeah i just asked him like please not to all caps and he said i type in all caps because 98 percent of people on facebook don't so like, the fuck does that even mean crazy person so they had to go all right because uh for those of you who don't know when you type in all caps you sound like the african dude uh this yelling at you when when you trying to when he trying to sell you the bank account and shit um and when people read it they assume that you're yelling even if you're not i didn't always know that so that's why i'm making the psa yeah i t- I gave him the psa through private message and he still was like fuck that shit i was like all right then um and then like a couple people tried to well not a couple i think one or two people said like oh so you kicked somebody out of the group and i was like yep and it was like for disagreeing i was like first of all that's not why you got kicked out the group right you really gotta you really gotta pay attention here guys that's that's stupid right none of us agrees with everybody on everything that's that's crazy correct <coughs> and the, the thing about it is i think we live in a society where whenever you respond to somebody people go well you respond because you disagree no sometimes you responded for other reasons but you people use that as an excuse for their ignorant behavior right so you know but he got kicked out um you know which no harm no foul that's fine not the, everything's not for everyone right and then another person like so we all got to be like-minded are we gonna get kicked out i was like okay i'm not kicking you out you know right um, and then the other part of it was um no you don't just don't be a dick like is it really that hard because it's really like the group is closed on purpose mm-hmm um and we do want to allow people to come in and have a good time right but we really want people to have a good time and if someone came in and was talking about all y'all are pieces of shit and niggers i wouldn't be like well we gotta let be open-minded and everyone has an opinion right guys nope you can get that on your own personal facebook page yeah so it's not a democracy it's a rod tatorship and uh you know i'm the sheriff around here and you get your ass kicked out so yeah and the thing just is, uh don't be a dick man I, I mean i don't really think it's that fucking difficult it's not people are like what are the rules it's like it does it really you need rules like don't be a dick is that like right. a hard that's, rule that's, that's all we ask you don't be a dick you can right. post stuff you can come in there you can make jokes you can have fun the only rule is don't be an ass that's all we ask no just, it's a dick Oh, I already said dick. Okay, dick. You try to change the rule just now. I'm sorry. Don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. My my bad. Don't I, be a dick. I didn't know there was a difference between a dick and an ass. The, I, if you're being a dick, then you might not. This might not be the group for you. That's, all. Yeah, that's true too. 
that's um, true too but uh yeah we had some fun man people are sharing their favorite memories and mm-hmm. things they like about the show guests they like us to get all yeah. kinds of stuff is going on in there yeah. I, I made a thread about you know how people always write in and say they dis- they like they like us and they normally agree on uh, with us most of the time but sometimes they disagree and they mm-hmm. never tell us what right so i made a thread for them to tell us what and uh you know it's the typical stuff that i thought you know uh lachere still mad about the uh kim kim and kanye stuff and uh baby northwest she don't want to admit that she's being petty and she don't like kim kardashian um so uh charlotte disagreed about amy schumer mm-hmm. but um i think i gotta admit that she's just being petty which i embrace and support i if people knew how big a fan of pettiness i was yeah, i think they would stop lying about their agendas and writing the show with shit like well see it's not that i dislike amy schumer so i'm more of a classically trained juilliard comedian i expect like why can't you just like you know how many people i don't like like jack courtney i don't there's nothing jack courtney's ever gonna be able to do in his life that'll make me forgive him for the shit that he's done <laughs> i'm never gonna cut Dwayne wade any slack it's it's more fun to just be unreasonable that way right and the thing is because society treats being petty as as a bad thing a lot of people don't want to be labeled that yeah why do you need an excuse you know people i'm just like i don't like they face like ugh. <laughs> not they face every time you show up it, i just just chills go down my spine because i dislike <laughs> you so much i really don't understand why we need to couch it in all these like politically correct ways and phrases just like i don't like you or maybe i don't like the people that like you and you know you personally might not have done shit to me but you know every time i fucking turn on the internet um 75 people are telling me how great amy schumer is and eventually it turns you against people you're like i just don't like that motherfucker no more it's shit like that i don't really understand why <laughs> yeah you ain't got to be reasonable all the time people yeah you can't be my friend lying to my face when i know you just being petty that that's that's just a lot of both of us lying to yourself and me um and uh people were saying they missed the random thoughts stuff like that but they don't I, they don't know i i do the random thoughts i just slide them into the shit we already talking about now so like uh last time we did a, we did one where i talked about now that the president is gone and we done post uh, he about to leave it's gonna be past post-racial mm-hmm. now we can pretend to be post-homophobic that was a random thought oh yeah oh when i talk about pokemon being uh pokemon pokemon being narcissistic and they only say their own name but people don't like kanye west that that kind of shit so it's it's in there i just throw it in during the middle of articles so that still happens i'm just i'm just smooth like that baby you know um you get good at this shit you do a thousand episodes i'm saying uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh no sponsors let's just get right to news and shit okay a bunch of stuff is happening on the internet and in the world and uh we need to talk about it um i guess first things first uh we should start with our typical um segments uh and uh that's right he's back in the news again more stuff is still happening (laughs) 
one is kind of a tangential story okay um phil specter still plays said hip-hop star chuck d sundays he tweeted about the music producer who was convicted of murder in 2009 he shared his thoughts about bill cosby sexual assault controversy on social media over the weekend the hip-hop legend and public enemy co-founder suggested to his nearly 500,000 twitter followers that cosby's legacy shouldn't be destroyed because of the numerous rape allegations against him no way i'm defending cosby but this wiping history out with a swoop is akin to nazi book burning he wrote chuck d liking the situation to super producer phil specter who was convicted of killing actress lana clarkson in 2009 even though Spectre is serving 19 years to, to life, people still listen to the music he produced. Context is everything, the rapper tweeted. Phil Spectre still plays. Well, I don't know if that's fair because if given time, people will still watch the Cosby show in different world and right. remember him from his stand-up and stuff. Correct. Like, every, like you're in the middle of a avalanche of scandal of course it seems like he's done right now people are pissed at one point it seemed like everybody was done with phil specter uh and and other people as well you know that have scandal and then it passes over yeah and i bet at the time a lot of his shit quit being in rotation and as the years go on and people forget and people move on and shit like that just your stuff's all coming back uh he says we are living in a wild bizarre time character assassin (laughs) it always feels weird to um read chuck d's tweet you know um because he's so um militant and i grew up my dad was a big chuck d fan and i always hear his militant ass voice in my head when i read his <laughs> shit you know i always hear and for some reason i can't help but hear the beat to by the time i get to arizona in the back of in the background all right let me read these tweets <clears throat> we are living in a wild bizarre time character assassination very real dr cosby and the confed flag down in the same week status is currency to the masses that's how i hear it right I read it. they're taking his name and statues down but is every situation giving his money back to him since his dirty money hashtag real cosby <laughs> <laughs> question did some of y'all stop listening to marvin gay records because of drug addiction attempted murder wife abuse pedophilia y'all don't hear me flave ah! <laughs> no way i'm defending cosby but this wiping history out with the scoop is akin to nazi book burning context is everything phil specter still plays and then somebody responded and said, uh, I don't know, some hotel shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Not the hotel. <laughs> so, so I tried to, um, I went to, to Chuck D's Twitter page because it was really the only way to like really, um, see because 
a lot of times when you see headlines like that they don't always deliver on the um on what they're promising which is like oh he was saying a bunch of shit defending cosby right and you click on it you be like uh y'all yeah that title and what's happening ain't the same so then i went to go read his tweets and i'll be goddamn i don't know if he defended cosby or not y'all i can't understand what the fuck chuck d talking about <laughs> i read like a hundred tweets this morning i was like right, what's obviously on am i do i agree with chuck d or do what does he mean when he says, I'll read a selection. Hold on. Let me get to these. How stupid is it for a region to support outside major artists more than their own? Now the mayor, the major selling streaming as the new model? Them? I'm really a... <laughs> I'm really officially an enemy of the major recording system. That means most of the people in that system I disassociate myself from. Hashtag poison. <laughs> Do y'all know what this means? Mm-mm. Are y'all? Uh, is that even about Bill Cosby at this point? No, we're talking about Bill Cosby no more. New PE book out inside the Terra Dome stars and the Amazon. <laughs> Welcome to yet another reading venture. Public enemy, uh, full effect. I added some of that. Uh, <laughs> I remember it reminds me of that one episode of our show where um we did the uh what was Chuck D like as a kid. Mm-hmm. I ain't I never I, smiled. Yeah, I can't remember what that I just couldn't imagine what uh Chuck D would be like as as a child, man. All right. Couldn't be possibly having fun. At all. They were like, you want to play hopscotch? Hopscotch, hopscotch is what the man wants you to play. <laughs> Who be hopping and scotching other than the white man? <laughs> y'all are fools. Y'all play. They were like, we, we, we just, we just want to play. It ain't, it ain't really that deep, dog. Oh, man. That's my dog, man. I fuck with his music, though. Right. Grew up on that shit. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to uh, another <laughs> segment. <laughs> uh that we have um uh, let me get back to the uh list um let's get to the gay news because uh gay people have had a lot of things going on um so let's do it kentucky's democratic governor remember last time we talked about kentucky uh the county clerk was like i'm not marrying these gay peoples right over my dead body right had them sitting up there wasting their time and shit well steve Bashir, democratic governor of kentucky <coughs> they got a democratic governor anyway has ordered the state's county clerks to honor the u.s supreme court's decision and allow same-sex couples to marry or resign from their jobs good that's exactly what i'm saying fire their ass or make them do their job right i wish more people would do this and honestly it should have been in the stipulation before it even passed that if you refuse we can fire you like Mm -hmm. because this is what you're getting paid to do your right to you don't have the right just to quote unquote work here and deny people their rights because of how you got them feel that's not a part of the, the the jurisdiction of of the oath that you took yep 
according to the united states supreme court the constitution now requires that governmental officials in kentucky and elsewhere must recognize same-sex marriages as valid and allow them to take place one of mr davis's duties at the county clerk uh at the county court clerk is to issue marriage licenses uh the supreme court now says that the united states constitution requires those marriage licenses to be issued regardless of gender mr davis's own country uh, i mean sorry, county attorney has advised him that his oath requires him to do so while there are two or three county clerks still refusing to perform their duties the rest of the county clerk, uh, court clerks are complying with the law regardless of their personal beliefs the courts and the voters will deal appropriately with the rest i will not be calling any special session on this topic and costing tax pa- taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars doing so right any proposal about the process of issuing marriage licenses that meets the standards of the supreme court ruling should be carefully thought out and should be considered in the regular session of 2016 right do you got them job and i didn't realize this but somebody in the chat was saying that he they're not um he's making them resign mm-hmm. and when you resign you don't get unemployment well we're not there yet but yes some some of them chose to resign okay uh but yeah so um yeah anyway, that's well i guess that was the really the story no need to read that one yeah some of them chose to resign rather than marry gay people good because you guys don't need to be there they can always hire somebody else in your spot the boy scouts they're also in gay news uh the the ridiculous ban preventing gay adults from leading boy scout troops could come to an end later this month following a unanimous vote last week by the group's 17 member executive committee the change will be effective immediately if it's approved a meeting of the full uh 80 member executive board on july 27th under the new resolution local scout units will be able to select adult leaders without regard to sexual orientation a stance that several scout councils had already adopted in defiance of the official national policy Mm -hmm. this change allows scouting members and parents to select local units chartered to organizations with similar beliefs that best meet the needs of these families the bsa statement said this change would also respect the right of religious chartered organizations to continue to choose adult leaders whose beliefs are consistent with their own so basically if you're one of those like we're boy scouts of this church you can still be like but we don't want no gay people but if you're an official like unaffiliated with a church or anything just you know like maybe with through a school or something Mm -hmm. then you can no longer you know discriminate good um yeah uh i must speak it's a compromise of sorts but right you know it's much better than what they were doing which is officially not allowing gay people to be troop leaders because it's always this assumption like oh you're gonna get in here and molest kids meanwhile if someone's molesting kids there's many people that identify straight or presented straight and then might molest children correct and the two things aren't related at all you know what i mean like yeah that's that whole stigma of well if you're anything other than straight heterosexual normal normal uh cisgendered or whatever you're you're not um if you're anything other than that you're gonna go and be deviant towards children and fuck animals and you know it's that same bigoted mentality right when regular people do that shit too yeah um so yeah man i appreciate that Mm. and uh, that's a good one uh what else do we get here oh another another positive (laughs) the u.s military considers allowing transgender people to die on its behalf yes 
finally you can go get killed in war just like anybody else and you should mm-hmm. you should be able to serve the country no matter what your sexuality is military chiefs wanted time to methodically work through the legal and medical administrative issues and develop training to ease any transition and senior leaders believe six months would be sufficient during that time transgender individuals would still not be able to join the military but any decisions to force out those already serving would be referred to the pentagon's acting undersecretary for personnel the official said one senior official said the goal was to avoid forcing any transgender service members to leave during that time um so this is before the ban will be officially lifted there's a six-month buffer period but despite the ban the ap notes according to studies as many as fifteen thousand transgender people currently serve in the u.s military mm-hmm. including convicted wiki wiki source chelsea manning last year the u.s army agreed to pay for manning's hormone therapy after she filed a lawsuit from prison where she's serving the 35 year sentence um so yeah now you know that's dope yeah and and they should because they're willing to do something that honestly i'm not willing to do so i say if they're willing to you take their tax money Mm -hmm. you you um and if they decide that they want to serve our country in this manner they should have the right to yep uh more gay news this is coming from alex jones conservative radio host alex jones tried to portray himself on monday as being neutral on marriage equality so okay let's see what he had to say karen probably something nice right let's move on to the gay marriage thing i'm a libertarian but if you're a real listener and not somebody with a script, you would know not hundreds, but thousands of times. <coughs> and if you listen to my show for the first 18 years, I didn't even cover this. I don't get into what you do in your bedroom. I'm, okay? I am not in people's bedrooms. I am not a Pharisee. I'm not a hypocrite. It, it, I, my world does not revolve around sex either. And so I'm sick of it. It's a football issue. It's not a federal issue. It's a distraction to be passed back and forth. Now, the truth is, there is a move at the UN, there is a move to sexualize children. Sumner Redstone has said that, and it's nobody's business to be trying to target children with Heather has two mommies, or you can't say boy or girl because somebody may not identify as that. That is space cult, suicide cult, exterminism, craziness. The eugenics transhumanist cult wants to confuse the general species Ahead of rendering us down and removing us, the decision has been made. Cheer up. The post-human era is dawning. The plan is an asexual humanoid, even if they decide to keep us around, stated in hundreds of textbooks. That made no sense. Nigga, what? 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 That is worse than just being like, God told me gay people can't have sex. That's worse. <clears throat> it's some alien conspiracy shit now they're trying to make us asexual humanoids y'all i'm not asexual that's what's gonna happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first they start with the marriage equality next thing you know you're asexual humanoid mm-hmm. mm. yeah it's a space cult suicide cult exterminationism crazy yeah <laughs> The eugenic transhumanist cult wants to confuse the general species ahead of rendering us down and removing us, Karen. The plan is asexual humanoid. Duh. Come on. Look around. Look at all these asexual humanoids walking around here. Have you seen Miley Cyrus? That's an asexual humanoid right there to me. 
send the te- textbooks guys it's right there hundreds of textbooks couldn't name one couldn't name one wonder why hundreds though hundreds of textbooks yeah. Oh, 18 man. years he's been doing the show okay 18 years didn't even cover it i mm-hmm. see why right i see why bro you definitely didn't want to leave with this your ass would have been off the air in two weeks right let me tell you something fellas uh, let's talk head. about this gay marriage thing down about your head wrapped up in tin foil. first of all it's a nazi space alien conspiracy <laughs> involving dolphins and the city of atlantis Mm-hmm. Oh Lord! Need I continue, or do we all understand that clearly we're leading to a asexual humanoid revolution? You guys seen Terminator? Okay, I think I, I think that says it all. Coming up next, we're gonna have a. He even talking like, is 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 this thing gone? Is uh, my, my red light went out, y'all? I feel like even the just like religious bigot people that are like I, I I pretend that it's my religion that makes me against gay marriage. I feel like even they were like, "Come on, dog, that that's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> right. And and the thing about it, when it comes to people that are against homosexuality, for a lot of people, religion has nothing to do with it. There are some people that are non-religious at all. They just like, I just think that shit is wrong. A lot of people do, right? Know? A lot of They're people. Not I don't religious. I don't think it. I legit don't think it's about religion. I just think that's that's still the form that is most used to cover homophobia, right? and that's why you have to talk about it you can't i don't think i think anyone that talks about homophobia without addressing religion is kidding themselves but anyone that thinks oh it's it's just religion that's making it that way is also kidding themselves it's it's something in people like people just a lot of people just don't want to see that shit and they're very like on a a very because it makes them uncomfortable right and then because they're uncomfortable they feel like you shouldn't have the right to do something but that's not what society is about Mm -mm. you know what i mean like hey i just want to be comfortable so could you not exercise your equal rights please right but they have to deal with the shit that you do that they don't like okay it don't work like that dog anyway last gay news (laughs) texas judge will perform same-sex weddings okay all right well shit that was good good job buddy oh oh you think i should read the rest of the title okay but only if couples acknowledge that his that he has anti-lgbt beliefs what the fuck they got to do anything nobody give a fuck about your beliefs can like does this work for like if i worked at mcdonald's and i'm a vegan can i pull this bullshit oh they also I'm gonna marry you. I don't like what you're doing. Acknowledge. Gone with the ceremony. Like what? What, what the fuck? Like acknowledged. That that's as much as you're gonna get, and, and all you're gonna do. And 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 a lot of it is just for news and shit like that. Because when you do that, you you're also saying that I'm gonna be confrontational. I'm you just, know what I'm saying? Like it's stupid. Look, I'm just gonna say, like, if you work at McDonald's and you don't eat meat, and someone orders a number four, do you have to turn to them and be like, you know, I'm a vegan, right? And I need you to acknowledge my beliefs that what you're doing is wrong. Anyway, here's your number four. You might get hit with that big man. Give give me your money. Right. Because they're still going to take your gay money. They sure is. For court costs. Trust that. 
right because they ain't giving away marriage licenses for free they sure not and i think the end the thing about this is that he don't want to resign and he don't want to quit right and he don't want to get fired so it's like well fuck if i got to be here you got to no that's not how it goes it's like motherfucker just do your goddamn job the privilege is so big texas judge concedes that u.s supreme court may force him to perform same-sex weddings but he wants couples to know he doesn't like it judge james r de piazza a justice of the peace in denton will do as little as possible to comply with the state order to marry same-sex couples as requiring all couples to sign a waiver noting his objection to marriage equality nobody's doing that just for you like are you gonna be the only one with a piece of paper talking about you need to sign here 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 oh we got a lot no 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 that's acknowledging that i don't like what you're doing here's your license papers right fuck you no it is my personal belief that individuals who want to conduct a marriage ceremony understand my convictions if it was me i would prefer to have someone who was in agreement with me so he's basically trying to make you feel so ashamed you won't do it it's basically another form of intimidation right and he should not be allowed to do that just do your goddamn job yeah what's gonna be holding a gun to while he's there in a noose look if you want me to do it i'll do it you just got that knowledge i mm-hmm. i'm gonna hang i you know i like to hang them niggas i'm sorry that your right. wife is a nigga sir but i you know i just got to hang them you know i'm i'm so sorry that you married that darky but i you just got to know i'm just opposed to this why am i wearing a t-shirt with someone with a gun shooting boy george in the head well i'm glad you asked yeah i actually do not prefer that you get gay married up in my house so uh anyway i guess i'll do the ceremony you guys don't mind if i play some nazi rock and roll do you okay cool. and also i also think he's also doing that too so nobody was in his goddamn line because i can guarantee, yeah that's exactly why he's doing so it i guarantee everybody you said you should do it to you should I, if he was like if i was you i want to do it with somebody more like-minded which is hint hint not me because i don't like gay people right and they should force you to do your job yeah oh you shouldn't have one and he hasn't done any wedding ceremony since the june 26th ruling which is probably just people going i don't want to deal with this shit right and they shouldn't have to deal with that mm-hmm. uh all right that's all the gay news so let's just get to regular ass news because uh it's going around and it's going down okay up in this piece um uh, man this is so sad rapper capo uh capo maybe and a baby both killed by alleged gang members in broad daylight well goddamn 13 month old baby on his way to the beach with his mom was killed saturday when a car fleeing a drive-by shooting lost control and jumped the curb the presumably gang-related shooting began at 1 45 p.m saturday when chicago rapper capo a member of chief keith's glow gang was that that's still around wow that's crazy I, i guess they just like look we really some gangsters so we're not gonna be doing a whole lot of music we're just gonna be in the news for killing each other after this he was shot in the hip in the back the up-and-coming rapper real name marvin carr was later pronounced dead at northwestern memorial hospital so i, I okay maybe sure i understand so was they aiming for him or was it something where they were aiming for him Ooh. Oh, there's more to the story that's not okay. the end but that wasn't the only fatality linked to the shooters it was still unclear who was involved but someone connected to law enforcement apparently began chasing the vehicle after the shooting cops saw the alleged shooters lost control of their car about three miles away from the crime scene mowing over dylan harris a 13 month old baby oh sitting in his stroller outside a bus stop 
the baby's mother who declined to give her name to reporters said she and three of her kids were on the way to the beach when the car suddenly jumped the curb yeah 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 that's i don't mean the hardest one of them you go nope i I, I will not give you my name because i don't want, want, want to deal with being associated or being involved or having retaliation nope which is sad because you just lost your child and i know you're not only mourning but you have to be just fucking livid and you because of where you're from because of who these people are you still kind of intimidated like i don't want to say my name on the record because who knows what these crazy motherfuckers gonna do all of a sudden they swerved and hit a pole and hit my baby said the mother who declined to give her name she said she tried to push all of her kids out of the way but didn't have enough time to get dylan clear of danger it happened in the blink of an eye when i looked up they were just there i tried my best to save my baby when she saw the stroller had hit been hit she said i knew he was gone according to abc7 the car continued driving for a short distance before the two occupants jumped out and continued on foot the boys jumped out of the car right here in the alley and ran down the street and like i said the two who were here the two were here who were here you could tell they didn't know where to go a witness tells the network police say they are questioning two suspects but no charges have been filed wow yep all over some dumbass black on black crime probably you know wow and that has to be heartbreaking yep um and i you know honestly i've never even heard of capo i don't me either know shit about chief like i don't really I don't listen to chief key i never even understood the no. whole thing behind chief me Keefe. either I, i'll just start like i don't mind ignorance but uh from when i was 10 that's the type of ignorance that i'm I, but i just i'm not that super saying ignorant so you know i i don't mind being a regular saying so i was like nah oh uh, this must be him glow life or no life too that's his album yeah man it's yeah it's just fucked up man and you know it's this that thing where um the kind of shit that the examples people point to to try to like denigrate all black people and all hip-hop and all this shit and this is definitely an anomaly um yes it is where it doesn't really represent all the music but that's not gonna stop people from saying that it does which is just sad uh rapper 50 cent files for bankruptcy in the u.s um right off the heels of losing that um that trial uh that five million dollars the music star you hear that in the u.s Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the The money moved the music star businessman and actor reported in court papers that he had assets and debts in the range of 10 million to 50 million dollars according to wall street journal the filing comes days after jury ruled that he had to pay five million dollars to a woman suing over a sex tape 50 cents 2003 album get rich or die trying catapulted him to global fame real name curtis jackson curtis james jackson the third the grammy award-winning rapper's business interest uh have included clothes boxing drinks and mining uh, don't mining. you got that show <clears throat> what show power yes yes okay his stake in vitamin water reportedly netted him tens of millions of dollars when coca-cola bought the drink uh brand in 2007 chapter 11 allows company time to reorganize their finances while protecting them from creditors demands um mm-hmm. the court case stem from a video well we know that yeah he's trying to get her not paying her but uh um, yeah as far as i'm concerned i don't i, I don't give a fuck I, I i'm sorry i you nope nope this wouldn't get you out of that uh however the rapper's lawyers told the court that he had filed for chapter 11 in connecticut where he owns a mansion he bought from boxer mike tyson later a lawyer for 50 cent 
william a brewer the third said his client's business operations would continue mr jackson's business interests will continue unaffected in the ordinary course during the pendency of the chapter 11 case and uh this filing for personal bankruptcy protection permits mr jackson to continue his involvement with various business interests and continue his work as an entertainer yeah this is just him being petty he don't want to pay forbes estimated his network at net worth at 155 million right he took some money and moved it i don't care what nobody i don't <laughs> fuck what you say when you said in the u.s i said oh okay so the lawyers the tax team got together and was like we need to get some of this money out of here some tax loops the shit needs to be untraceable because you don't want to pay if you keep it here you're gonna have to pay all that money and you know what um that baby glad i'm not the judge but i, I don't give a fuck i don't care if you give her a, a goddamn dollar a day nigga you paying every dime mm. a group of mothers held a nurse in at a washington restaurant in protest to the staff telling the nursing mom to cover up now, this is new you know i've heard of the you know people being like i'm protesting let's have a sit-in a nurse in well, like we're gonna pull these titties out for justice. Right, people tired of being shamed. Restaurant staff violated her rights. King Five's Heather Graff brings us both sides of the controversy in a story that's new at eleven. Thank you for calling Noah's Ark Restaurant. This is Bianca. Can I help you? The phones rang a bit more than usual Friday night at Noah's Ark in Bremerton. Two meatball subs. Do you Some people have calling in orders, but others calling in complaints. It's been hard. It's been really hard. 40 years in business. Okay, sounds good. We'll but see you For soon. Bianca Gardjul and the Thanks. rest of her Bye-bye. family, this is a first. Um, the mom came in and she had a baby in a backpack and a baby in, an arm, in her other arm. Good job. That mom she's talking about is Sydney Olson. Just like this was exposed. Who says she was breastfeeding her four-month-old son on Thursday um, as she stood in line, placing a to-go order at Noah's Ark and was offended. Okay, thanks. When Bianca asked her to cover up. Can I talk to you? Would you mind covering up? Do you have a blanket that you could put over him and cover yourself? And I said, no i don't it's actually against the law to ask me to do that and that was really the end of it at Um, least that's what bianca thought until she caught wind of this facebook post from sydney that spread quickly over social media and turned what she thought was a polite conversation letting a nursing mom know a few other customers in the restaurant felt uncomfortable her whole breast was exposed into a controversy over breastfeeding in public we love breastfeeding mothers i was a breastfeeding mother i breastfed all three of my children i I love breastfeeding. Noah's Ark has Um, since posted its own Facebook message apologizing to Sydney, but that's not stopping a group of women from staging a nursing Saturday morning at this family business. It is something that people need to be aware of. We are still so greatly discriminated against. Even as the owners make a promise that all families are welcome. We try hard to keep our customers happy. In Bremerton, Heather Graff, King 5 News. Washington state law does protect a woman's right to breastfeed in public places. The owners of Noah's Ark say they'll now educate the entire staff on that legislation. They'll also be handing out free milkshakes to the first 50 moms who show up for tomorrow's 11 a.m. nurse in. All right, John, get that money back. Right they're now probably we are losing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I actually like that as a form of protest. 
to just be like uh actually we're gonna go ahead and pull these titties out and feed our babies now what mm-hmm. you know yeah because people get oversensitive about titties like especially because the thing about it is that when it comes to breasts especially sometimes like breasts if if a man ain't sucking them or they're not sexualized boo yeah it's like your titties are here to serve me and my eyes and nothing else right but the real purpose for them is not for the a grown-ass man who could go buy some vitamin d milk to suck on it's for a infant child to suck on them that's the whole purpose of them in the first place mm-hmm. so i don't know man i feel like uh you know that's a lesson lawyer learned and they should you know next time leave these ladies alone you know and this is what this they should do this to every restaurant that pulls this bullshit especially where it's illegal right you know like you don't have any right to kick those women out or to harass them if they want to feed their child i'm eating food my baby eating food what's wrong with that if nothing else is gonna make the baby probably go to sleep and and act right in the restaurant so why not right and the thing about it though when it comes to shit like that people get very very stupid and and, and ignorant when it comes to that like right. they've never seen titties like they've never seen the baby breastfed mm-hmm. you know and all that shit you know your kids actually say she breastfeeding the, the, the end of the day and most children's um attention span especially when they're younger is so fucking short that they'll go on and do some other shit and won't remember what the fuck you said anyway right you know what i'm just thinking about Right. Remember how LaShera was so mad that Northwest cried in public? Mm-hmm. How come she never writes us when we talk about this breastfeeding stuff? Mm-hmm. Babies be crying. Not one not one email. Petty. <laughs> Petty Mercury. Um, California shuts off beach showers, dooming beach goers to stay gritty all summer. Well, we all know California has that drought. And, uh, you know, rich people have decided fuck that i pay for my water the outdoor showers at beaches across drought stricken california will be shut off to save water so servers and sunbathers will have to get creative this summer when it comes to uh time to shake off the sand public rent stations in all state-run beaches and parks will be off limits effective july 15th as the state indoors a four-year dry spell 2000 that's a long dry spell Mm-hmm. shit uh so basically you don't want people to go to the beach because who the fuck won't go to the beach get all sandy and shit and didn't have to deal with the sand sand i mean if it's this or drink water at home i mean i'd rather not have uh water at the beach about if it's the difference between that and you know public services having to turn off water and shit oh yeah 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 i mean i understand you know the purpose of it but uh for a lot of people they were like fuck it we are not going to the beach (laughs) yeah you might just not have to go to the beach right 2015 is the warmest year to date in the state's history beating last year by more than one degree fahrenheit in los angeles the past four years have been the driest on record the severe drought has led governor jerry brown to order california communities to cut water use by 25 percent compared to 2013 levels california state parks said its 278 parks have successfully met the water reduction mandate but those in areas with more water scarcity will have to further reduce consumption Todd Lewis, acting superintendent for the department's Orange Coast District, and visitors said visitors should look for alternatives to the showers, such as using a broom to brush out their bodies or bringing their own water. And and that makes sense because, like I say, you rather do this than have people literally thirsting to death. Yeah, Uh, bring a bottle of water. How big? A tank? That's not a good idea. Sarah Israelson 
told the newspaper as she finished rinsing a public at a public shower in santa monica state beach yeah the, you know what ma'am you don't have to come to the beach and see that's that's where you get ignorant because i got the right to go to the beach as you do and they got the right to say we have a water shortage ma'am uh our water is off too <laughs> well she then went on to say she won't swim in the ocean anymore she can't rinse afterwards good so she's on top of it with many while many beachgoers aren't so thrilled about the shower heads running dry some said the inconvenience was worth it to conserve water correct take your shirt off and dust your feet off said brithany mcginty a visitor from arizona we are in a drought shutting off public showers could save more than 18 million gallons of water annually the department estimated mm-hmm. california is facing extremely severe drought conditions california state parks director lisa magnet said in a press release it is important for all Californians to conserve water at home, at work, and even when rec- rec- recreating outdoors. So, man, that's, that's how you know you're getting down desperate. Mm-hmm. You got to turn off the showers at the beach. Um, a NYPD sergeant is accused of throwing ejaculate on a female coworker. Oh, was she breastfeeding? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah citing police sources the new york daily news reports a veteran new york police department sergeant has been suspended after allegedly splashing semen on the leg of a co-worker that he liked oh and that's do you do mockers like dogs you know it's like he liked her like like on facebook you know you want to mm. mark that with a thumbs up and what's a bigger thumbs up than semen he was apparently so enamored by her that he threw semen on her well, I hope no one ever likes me that much. Ah, Claire, I, I don't want your likeness that much. The incident reportedly occurred this January when 54-year-old Sergeant Michael Esquinko Is- uh, is alleged to have approached a female administrative aide from behind as they were walking down the hallway. She suddenly felt something on her leg, looked down and said to him, what are you doing? The uniform member then walked away without responding. I bet his member was uniformed. Though, so he just walk up behind a jacket off? I he must have had the sperm already on the tip of his penis and just wanted to lay it on her. He wanted them silent jackets? Mm-hmm. One of those silent jackets. They, they wrote a Christmas carol about that. Mm-hmm. Silent yeah. jack. Holy jack. You ain't gonna have no music. It's gonna be a cappella because it's silent. Mm-hmm all is calm all is fab <laughs> uh round young co-worker anyway the woman whose name was not released immediately complained and nice all right <laughs> you started my bad the woman whose name was not released immediately complained to her superiors according to the post the substance on her leg was tested and confirmed to be semen but a DNA test matched the sample to Esino, uh, matching the sample to Esino or Cinco or whatever, is still pending. While the NYPD Office of Equal Employment Opportunity is, rec- is reportedly investigating the incident with the DA, Esquinko, uh, has yet to be criminally charged. Even if it ain't his jack, um, his jack, I mean, his sperm, you, somebody, you still charged. Maybe it's just some creamer, Karen. Did I don't, you ever think about that? I do not care. Mm-hmm. You put the shit on me. I don't care if you maybe just a little bit of lotion. Mm-mm. I don't care if you was the culprit of the sperm or not. You put it on me. 
a porn star has been found guilty of extorting five hundred thousand dollars from a telecom mogul oh thursday gay porn actor teal field brank was what (laughs) gay porn actors have terrible names they don't just mock celebrity names like regular porn that's where all the funness is right trying to see how clever they can get yeah wesley pipes mm-hmm. uh you know uh what's what's uh sierra sickum uh no that's not that is not <laughs> a foreign name i know <laughs> no. no sierra Suckum. i'm sorry i'm sorry that's not that's not a porn name <laughs> um but i was gonna say um what's what's the girl from um uh, oh yeah uh there's um I was say Tyra Banks with XXX. I'm yeah, there's also um, one named Cody Bryant. Cody Bryant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. That's a girl, though. Cody Bryant. Oh. Yeah, C-O-D-I Bryant. Um, and uh, there was uh, Triana Trump, you know. Okay. Um, oh, um, so they use men and women. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what's the girl from Destiny Child? Kelly something? Mm-hmm. What you know her last name Kelly whatever that's one name after her. Kelly Rope. Oh, there's Car- Cherry Hilson. <laughs> so like you know that's like that's straight porn. That's what they do. I'm surprised. Like Harry that's how you know Joey. that you somebody. You know, <laughs> True. right? When you get when people start trying to steal your name and you know, oh, I'm Vicky Minaj. Okay, well yeah, now Janet you, Jack. Me, somebody said. Yeah, you officially made it because someone stole your real name and made a porn name out of it. You know. True um but uh yeah so teal field brank that shit sounds like a fucking game of thrones or harry potter character or something man step your game up gay porn y'all don't got no like tom cruise with a c-r-u-z or Uh fucking uh i don't know (laughs) y'all gotta have something man there's gotta be better than this patrick Uh, swayze uh yeah pat dick swayze or something i, I like that one <laughs> um uh, uh now nah, i can't stop thinking of them <laughs> you got some more uh you can have like ball rud you know oh mm-hmm. that's right um, uh dicky van dyke yeah dicky van dyke would work although dick van dyke is already like a famous one okay so it'll probably be like dick van dick or something <laughs> you know yeah yeah just double the dick on there okay anyway um <laughs> <laughs> uh tealfield brank was found guilty of six federal charges stemming from a 1.5 million dollar extortion scheme Ooh. against business tycoon donald burns that's like a porn name yeah yeah he the business tycoon right you know um authorities say brank uh they accused him of using sexual explicit sexually explicit photos to blackmail burns and they're giving him five hundred thousand dollars and an audi sports car after allegedly demanding a further million brank was arrested by the fbi sting this march i can't help but think and i know it's wrong on any level what he did but i every time i hear one of these stories where you blackmail somebody they pay you and then you go back until they they call the police why didn't you just stop at five hundred thousand? You were set. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have said a word. You could have lived for years. Mm-hmm. You had a sports car. Invested your money right. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times they paying you to literally go away. When you keep coming back, they're like, "Fuck it, I, I, I'm not gonna give you unlimited money, and I'll just come out and tell the shit because the shame 
ain't is 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 small compared to you draining me to fucking death and then uh, you're gonna serve time and all that other bullshit also you're rich right so when you're rich it's like i'm i got rich because i don't like people telling me what the fuck to do with my money i hooked you up one time but you know what god damn it i'm still a rich motherfucker mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're gonna remember that, that that actually uh their status um matters a little bit more than yours in that situation witness testimony during the trial revealed a shadowy world of gay porn stars receiving envelopes of cash for group sex with burns himself admitting that he paid twenty five hundred dollars for each sexual encounter oh you can pay nice uh porn star justin griggs told jurors that the 51 year old burns flew him and other young men to his home in nantucket and palm beach where where he was paid for sex it was really just hanging out surfing grilling out going to dinner and then we would have sex group sex mm, all them old billionaires in there mm-hmm. with their old balls swinging yeah great well that's why they pay the big money right right griggs testified right. i pay so you can deal with the old saggy balls the following morning griggs added that burns gave the imported talent envelopes with cash um griggs later named billionaire david geffen as another friend who gave him expensive gifts despite earlier objections that he feared for his safety if he revealed the information uh branks now faces up to nine years in prison for his crimes the sentencing will be scheduled for september all right and he's not you're not gonna see they're not gonna go to jail for uh paying you anything like that you're going to jail for extorting them so you've been better off just keep your mouth shut and going about your business right you're getting 2500 a fuck right speaking of money to fuck pornhub has built a one thousand dollar twerking robot butt uh whose butt uh you mean like who owned the butt yeah like who who did they i mean you do when you pay for it i mean no you know how they have like the the dolls they be like this is such such a doll like who like, like- kim kardashian's butt or something like right, that i don't right. know but i just feel like for the serial killer in all of us if you want to fuck a dismembered ass uh that's on you right and yeah i'm not paying that much for that ass uh i don't know it's a pretty big ass karen looking at the way that the um thongs on it i mean it's okay. not like a small ass okay you i put a picture it. in the chat okay you blew it up because at first i was like that don't look that big that's pretty big i mean it's disappearing in the thong i mean all that's required anyway the company behind <laughs> oh, the thong. your butt cheeks need to eat the thong up in other words i mean that's my preference i'm not saying i'm right there's obviously no. people like all kinds of body types but right. i'm just saying that's a pretty ample ass it got thong cleavage it, i don't understand you don't, you don't understand the problem i wouldn't put my dick inside of it because that'd be like that would turn you in like that's one step from just like being a serial killer <laughs> like that's one step from like cutting up your family and fucking them like why would you fuck a twerking butt piece of hardware that's not even attached to a body oh, so it twerks while you have sex with it of course karen why was it gonna twerk and then you put your penis in it and stop that doesn't even make sense <laughs> So obviously the only way it works <laughs> the company Wouldn't that be uncomfortable how do i know i'm not gonna put oh. my penis in it to find out i don't want to know oh, so- i'm sorry i'm, I'm you're sorry. like a fucking idiot with a <laughs> holding a, a fake ass on your dick okay i'm sorry i was by yourself thinking of the logistics i was like well you know you're trying to fuck it in this the butt cheeks clapping like that's a lot going on in that picture 
the company behind wank band is gearing up to launch another piece of hardware in the form of twerking butt an adult toy that promises to set a new benchmark in sexual stimulation with its ten dollar way with its which is a ten dollar way of saying it's a robotic butt that vibrates when it's plugged in so yeah plug it into man what does that feel like uh, so, so it limits your range so you can't take it out. it's not wireless or anything so you can't take it all around the house thanks to cyber technology the unit will even warm itself to a temperature of 98.6 degrees fahrenheit to match that of a human body i'm making all these jokes but i know it's someone in our audience and they can they'll probably feel shade and don't want to say it now because we made these jokes but someone like so where you get this from yeah i, I ain't got up, y'all got a link for right. the chat it ain't got to be cold dog I, I, i'm just mad the butt is white okay that, 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 Twer- that's cultural appropriation guys right have two kinds mm-hmm. or multiple kinds we can't get like a rachel dolezal version and then like a black black version come on once you sat down and the doors are locked you could pull out your smartphone and use it as a remote control for the device oh so now, yeah. I got all, now, now you got the now I got devices <laughs> in my hand now you got the you got the butt on you got the the half of a butt on you with 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 just like the waist and then you got the legs then you got you're gonna pull out your phone trying to program it all at the same that's too that's too much going on is it also gonna come with a, a gun attachment so you can kill yourself out of patheticness that <laughs> doesn't have an well, app what's happening police is gonna break in and find you with a giant twerking butt on your dick <sighs> Like another real. another case of these another <laughs> one of these cases it's real women out there y'all i promise i mean i'm not saying you're gonna get a real woman i'm just saying you you be better off jacking off than this shit <laughs> it will be more entertaining you know last time i checked when you jack off you ain't got to pull an app for that right once you sat down the doors a lot you can pull out your smartphone and use it as a remote control for the device there's plenty of things for you to tweak too including massage speed vibration even the twerking rhythm if you opt for a more expensive edition of the advice massage speed yeah the way to uh the the yeah it's got to massage your dick and then it's got to be how you gonna come if it doesn't do anything yeah just sit there <laughs> in addition the deluxe version comes with a vr headset although the company isn't talking specifics about what content will work for your new toy or how vr head so you can virtual so- reality uh, oh so you can like put a body image there for your site they didn't say how it's gonna work i think you're just gonna have a dumbass helmet on well, it's gonna be oculus or some shit mm, maybe i just think you have a dumbass helmet on fucking a, a dis- dismembered ass <laughs> right like no anybody walk up god damn anyone walk in the room with you with that shit on you gonna right. look you gonna like somebody from tron or something oh. like like what the fuck that was like you know what that was like dog i would rather walk in here on you jacking off right have some decency right you can't don't you have some child porn to watch or something (laughs) just not this man just not this like even jared was like no too much four years from start (laughs) from start to finish to refine the technology for human use is how long it took uh porn hub and topco to do this uh is that's enough motivation for you to try one you could pre-order the regular model for 6.99 or if you want additional features like uh the deluxe box with the twerking technology for 9.99 oh and to answer the question y'all been desperate to ask yes there's an anal cavity for you to insert yourself inside i didn't even think of that Me- <laughs> although i guess it would be weird having sex with a butt that didn't have a butthole so <laughs> that, yeah 
this, yeah. this is how they turn us to asexual humanoids right here can right, i'm sorry yeah i wasn't even thinking about that that didn't even cross my mind but like you said it would make sense we just couldn't think of a clear enough euphemism to casually stick that in they said um yeah man well you can always wait till the uh wait till go on sale i was gonna say wait till the used ones come on you know ebay and amazon no. get it from the second hand market Mm-mm. what's wrong with that Mm-mm. i wonder how stupid that thing looks without the thong on it right oh man i wonder does it make well, the good news is kanye west just married it oh lord <laughs> so uh it's already got a man y'all so ladies step your game up um let's see ariana grande do you know who she is karen yes that's the that's the one look like a little girl she used to do a show on nick jr i mean i mean nickelodeon yep um uh, i'm a fan of uh ariana grande's song with childish gambino play it all the time show that got canceled we covered her co-worker um she used to be on i call and then started a spinoff show mm-hmm. um it's the one that uh i think some news or something on her leaked out and they i forgot the name of the damn show but uh uh yeah because she was kind of she played kind of dentsy and high-pitched voice on that show yeah finally something karen knows about oh sam and cat that's what the name of it was mm-hmm. cool um well here's nine questions in case you don't know who she is yeah about time i did know somebody only reason why i know that is because i watched um nickelodeon um she's a 22 year old actress turned singer songwriter she's known for her hit songs the way and problem she's five feet tall uh almost has the lungs of mariah carey and she opened up for justin bieber after her debut album launch she's short uh you shorter than me you short that is her real name ariana grande butera Grande is her mother's maiden name. Uh, she doesn't have a middle name. Uh, she says she's Italian American, half Sicilian, and half a bruises. Okay. Three, how did she get famous? She was 13 when she starred in a Broadway musical in 2008. And in 2010, uh, she landed a role on Nickelodeon, the show Victorious, where she played Cat Valentine. Eventually, Victorious was canceled in 2012 her character was spun off into the show sam and cat where grande had a more central role than she had on victorious uh she has a couple advantages over other child stars she didn't get into the business um early she got her in at 13 when she was old enough to decide what she wanted to do and how she wanted to accomplish it 
sometimes they get in too early and that's why they end up fucked up on drugs and shit out early uh more importantly there's a very clear distinction between who she played on nickelodeon and who she is in real life unlike britney spears for example she had always been a character on television instead of dramatized version of herself she released her first album yours truly while filming sam and cat and after being scouted by scooter braun the god of pop music managers who also discovered and promoted justin bieber um what other performing artists is she typically compared to uh she's often compared to mariah carey i think you can hear a little bit of that in that song i played mm-hmm. and uh she called carrie the greatest vocalist who ever lived because of her range her ability and her control and she did used to be yeah not not her but yeah can she dance no oh, all right no oh no Mm-mm. she looks like a um a cardboard stick up there you're like oh honey oh you're so stiff is grande's lack of dancing skill the biggest struggle in her life no her demons are oh lord not not like metaphorical like demons like alcohol and shit actual demons she does not believe humans are the only intelligent beings on this planet she told complex magazine about a time where she photographed three distinct faces of demons but later deleted the photo because it was 666 megabytes file size and you know what that means uh she also told complex she's very afraid of demons and something she calls black matter every time i close my eyes i started seeing these really disturbing images with like red shapes then i opened my eyes and got back on the phone and was like i'm really scared and i don't want to go to bed tonight then i scooched over to my left of my bed because that's where the best service in my room is and there was a mass there was this massive black matter i don't know what it was it was like a cloud of something black right next to me i started crying how did she get so popular in the summer of 2014 in the drought of new music she released two songs a pop anthem and a star-studded collaboration her first single problem featured iggy azalea and it was a contender for song of the summer then she released break free a pop r&b jam that showcases massive her massive soprano range uh both songs were hits she also provided guest vocals on jesse j's 2014 single bang bang which ultimately led to her having three songs at once in the top 10 of billboard's hot 100 from there her fame only grew her sophomore album my everything was released in august 2014 um and she was immediately considered a triple threat she also filled a music video with iggy azalea performed in 2014 vmas where she won best pop video appeared on saturday night live and debuted at hosting commercials for target and beats headphones so she's a beast man mm-hmm. um number nine i mean eight is she the next pop queen um maybe all right and number nine what does she think about donuts america and obesity awareness well you have to look at this video that tmz obtained because tmz be everywhere tmz be knowing she's in a donut shop she says she needs a donut special she's with her boyfriend by the way she smelled she smelled the donuts that they have out on display okay and then her boyfriend kind of like pretended that he was gonna lick a donut and it was like he dared her to do it or something she, then she looked around and like she did see the camera and she licked the donut oh you better buy that bitch and so then he so then he licked the donut too well then them two donuts y'all just bought 
Just can't nobody else eat them now. Then she licks some more donuts. All the way to the left. Oh. Now, I don't know what happened to those donuts because they're gone in this frame. I feel like some time has passed. She kissed her boyfriend on the mouth. Aww. Yeah. They're not doing it the Jesus way like Russell and Sierra. And so then so then they hand them they showed them up some donuts you know some special donuts like she asked for um she says what the fuck is that i hate americans i hate america that's disgusting so um obviously you know um Oh, so that's why every time I've been turning on TV, they're talking about she apologizing again. I was like, apologize? What, what, what's, what's the apologies for? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm, you can't do that. Mm-mm. She addressed the incident and the statement to BuzzFeed, apologized, explained that her behavior was an extension of her views on America's obesity crisis. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely proud to be an American. And I've always made it clear that I love my country. What I said in the private moment with my friend who was buying the donuts was taken out of context, and I'm sorry for not using more discretion in my choice of words. As an advocate for healthy eating, food is very important to me, and I sometimes get upset by how freely we as Americans consume things without giving any thought to the consequences that it has on our health and society as a whole. The fact that the United States has the highest child abuse—oh man, she went left on this apology real quick. The fact that the United States has the highest child obesity rate in the world frustrates me. We need to do more to educate ourselves and our children about the dangers of overeating and the poison we put into our bodies yeah well why were you licking donuts though right them them, them like come on them man obese, them obese kids was not there licking them goddamn donuts with you bitch what happened to, i'm sorry my bad right i fucked up what happened P- people don't believe that no more like I, like i'm sorry now is like i don't know what happened to society where my bad i'm sorry my fault just became out of the vocabulary where if you apologize is something wrong if you fucked up you just fucked up dog she goes on to say we need to do more to educate ourselves and our children about the dangers of overeating and the poison we put in our bodies we need to demand more from our food industry this is the place you were buying donuts you were going to eat some donuts right uh this poison that you're mad at right and there are a lot of people that are health conscious that every now and then they break out and buy sweets so you know what i mean right. like it's there's nothing wrong with it i and i think my biggest well, even then i mean but fuck that that's change that's the that's what she wants okay you to change that's the not topic. what the fucking topic was nah you lick some donuts you dog. lick them donuts dog you try to you try to cover it up with that change and that topic on them man yeah you know i just care so much about the children okay Mm-mm. however I, that's what chris brown should have said is i just wanted to spread awareness about domestic violence okay that, that that's not the way you do it and she never got it on that donut shop because she'd have bought all them goddamn donuts however i should have known better uh, how i express myself with the new responsibility to others as a public figure i would try to do better new okay i mean you've been public for a while honey child boo boo mm-hmm. ain't that the truth she also tweeted a statement herself admitting that she needs to clean up this potty mouth of hers I set a better example for my babes i apologize i love you always learning mm-hmm. you can't be like i hate america all them moms across the country be like uh-uh click turn that music away they're not going to like you you piss off the wrong fan base that's your money dog mm-hmm. you put like this 
you 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 grown enough old enough to, to completely understand that they fucked with your money why, why else are we getting this apology as for why can i be at the mlb show i have had an emergency oral surgery and due to recovery i cannot attend the show i hope to make it up to all those fans soon that being said let me once again apologize i've offended anyone with my poor choice of words um yeah wonder she had to get surgery because all the cavities from eating secret donuts that she was licking right now mm-hmm. honestly i'm to point where i don't even believe you had that they could use that as an excuse because you knew if you drug your ass out there after this bullshit people would have a fucking fit now the good news for the donut shop is that her antics have tripled their business okay that's a good thing so you know you shouldn't even have to say anything because uh she hooked you up by licking your donuts and being stupid uh you just now got triple the business than you normally get they were um, like is a donut they were like your donut's really that good yep um according to the rap the incident has actually helped owner joe Marin drastically increase business although he's still outraged over the incident because he ended up selling the tainted donuts later in the day oh because so he somebody probably ate some ariana grande spit donuts but it probably was a stalker so maybe he's happy <laughs> he probably had no idea either right yeah, he's like i'm gonna jack off to these donuts now Plus, soon after the tape leak, the donut shop received more bad news. The Department of Health may have knocked their rating from an A to a B over the seriously unsanitary incident. Wow. But they ain't had nothing to do with that. How, how was they supposed to know? That's terrible. Right. Customers have been flocking to the show, to the store to show support, and business has tripled since the incident. But, I, but the thing is, I don't know if they, if, if they're like, it should have been behind a glass you know where where you know how a lot of uh places you go is like a glass where where mm. you can't actually come in contact with the food All right so then she wrote that apology and then she did a video apology uh, i guess apologizing for her apology what is this right because she her, her money hi y'all it's me um free of my puffy cheeks please i'm making this video from wisdom tooth recovery hell but um i just wanted to make a video to apologize again for the whole donut fiasco and craziness um because i feel like the apology that i posted i was i'm i like kind of missed my opportunity to actually sincerely apologize and express how i was feeling because i was too busy preaching about my issues with the food industry which is like not i feel like relative i feel like i could have expressed myself in a different way so here i am apologizing again and you know i was trying to get you to understand where i was coming from when i said what i said but that's not important i'd rather just apologize so i feel like now is my chance before the whole thing blows over um to say my sorry and that i'm actually i've actually never been prouder to be an american to be honest with the advances that we've made in the past couple months and all the wonderful progressive things that have been going on i've never been prouder of this country actually but yeah um here i am apologizing to y'all love you cheeks and all um because i feel like um seeing a video of yourself behaving poorly that you have no idea was taken is such a rude awakening that you don't it's like you don't know what to do i I was so disgusted with myself i wanted i like shoved my face in a pillow and wanted to disappear but instead of that i'm gonna come forward and own up to what i did and take responsibility and you know she really should have just um she really should just stuck to the first apology then 
right because this is even worse yeah like now nah, feels and uh, you know what she lost a fan man i'm done with you ariana okay Aww. uh yeah yeah you hate my country you hate my donuts and uh that's that's three strikes <laughs> yeah everybody knows that hate my country hate my donuts what's the third one um no there's two for hating donuts yeah can't be hating donuts that's crazy Uh. um let's see what else is happening um oh (laughs) a gop governor Mm -hmm. tried to use his veto power and messed up accidentally extended more benefits to immigrants good (laughs) that's hilarious whoops good (laughs) he's like hold up did i check yes or no i don't remember oh well i'll work it out in the morning uh the bangor daily news reports that perhaps due to a misunderstanding about the state's legislative process lepage has allowed at least 19 bills to become law as he that he intended to veto good one of those bills ld369 seeks to extend financial assistance to refugees and asylum seekers in the state who have fled from violence and unrest in their home countries immigrants who apply for asylum typically cannot immediately get a u.s work permit which makes them more likely to require assistance for basic needs like food and housing right over the past year lepage has been clear about his opposition to this particular legislation referred to it as illegal alien warfare welfare at issue however is the pocket veto process in maine if the state legislator has concluded for the uh session the governor's inaction on a piece of legislation over the course of 10 days ensures that it is pocket vetoed without giving lawmakers a chance to vote to override the decision it appears that lepage intended to use this process to reject the asylum bill among other pieces of legislation including a measure to prohibit the shackling of pregnant pregnant inmates shackling of pregnant inmates Mm mm-hmm uh oh this is when you get birth shackled i guess wow there's just heard of that wow there's just one problem maine's legislature is still in session so his inaction didn't work his plan instead of vetoing the bills his 10-day delay may now allow them to become law without his signature Good. Fuck. uh the aclu of maine says that it's clear to them that the legislation should be allowed to take effect the law is clear the constitution is clear we're still in session we haven't adjourned so a pocket veto isn't even an option house majority leader jeff mccade uh, i mean mccade told the portland press herald on tuesday night after the 10-day period passed without lepage taking action on the legislation so in the meantime we should celebrate these bills becoming law mm-hmm. i like that they were all probably being real quiet you know they got to like seven days like you think he gonna use it? you know he come he come you know somebody was paying attention to that shit right yeah too bad we're out of session turn off the lights turn off the lights right lepage potential goof represents a real victory for immigrant advocates in maine who frustrated with the inaction of the particular issue of the state has begun to extend welfare payments to asylum seekers on a more local level last month the city of portland voted to adopt this policy for the refugees living within its bounds we do not believe that we can turn our backs on people who have chosen to make a new life in portland and want to contribute to our social and economic fabric david brennerman one of portland city council members explained at the time um so wow that's uh he fucked up didn't he good yep. because it was the, if it was the other way around y'all wouldn't have said shit either good fuck yep. you um let's see what else happened um uh let's do some fucking with black people it's about that time um hunger game star rips kylie jenner for cornrows why 
um kylie jenner was rocking some uh some cornrows uh as fashion i'm assuming put the picture in the chat mm-hmm. um all right so hunger Games star amanda stenberg is taking kylie jenner to task for wearing cornrows a hairstyle choice that stenberg says uh considers this cultural appropriation at its best um on saturday morning 17 year old jenner the youngest sister of the kardashian clan posted an instagram photo of herself wearing a hairstyle that's traditionally been worn by black men and women setting off a firestorm of comments about whether or not the cornrows are offensive at one point stenberg who played rue in the first hunger games installment jumped into the conversation posting when you appropriate black features and culture but fail to use your position of power to help black americans by directing attention towards your wigs instead of police brutality or racism hashtag white girls do it better ah that white girls do it better hashtag was hilarious i don't know which white people started that thinking they was about to have some white pride oh but dad, it quickly dad, quickly dad. turned into a bloodbath oh they had a hashtag yeah oh I, you know what black twitter got a hold of that oh yeah it got ugly it got ridiculous so quick i know the jokes came mm-hmm it and should, the memes it should be so it should it should come as no surprise that 16 year old stenberg lent her voice to the conversation as the starlet recently released a vi- released a video about cultural appropriation called don't cash crop on my cornrows in it she talks about the ties between black hair twist braids cornrows locks and black identity linking those styles to the formation of hip-hop culture she explains how the presence of black artists who wore those styles become popular over time inspiring white celebrities to follow their lead the problem with this cultural appropriation stenberg argues is that white people are adopting and capitalizing off of elements of black culture while ignoring the systematic oppression of the people they're emulating that itself is what's so complicated when it comes to black culture the line between cultural appropriation and cultural exchange is always going to be blurred but here's the thing the appropriation occurs when a style leads to racist generalizations or stereotypes where it originated but is deemed high fashion cool or funny when the privilege take it for themselves she said appropriation occurs when the appropriator is not aware of the deep significance of the culture they're partaking in how old is this child 16 wow honey Steinberg's statement on instagram is a continuation of this theme i don't know how long this is this i guess this is our video it's like four minutes we'll play a little bit of it uh, it's called a crash a crash course in uh was a, a crash course in on black a crash discourse on black culture okay so black hair has always been an essential component of black culture black hair requires upkeep in order for it to grow and remain healthy so black women have always done their hair it's just a part of our identity braids locks twists and cornrows etc cornrows are a really functional way of keeping black textured hair unknotted and neat but like with style so you can see why hair is such a big part of hip-hop and rap culture these are styles of music which african-american communities created in order to affirm our identities and our voices in the early 2000s you saw many r&b stars wearing cornrows alicia keys beyonce r kelly and many more as hip-hop became more and more popular and integrated into pop culture so did black culture eminem's album went four times platinum and he achieved immense success in the hip-hop world Black culture had become popular. As the early 2000s turned into the 2010s, white people began to wear clothing and accessories associated with hip-hop. More and more celebrities could be seen wearing cornrows and braids and even grills. 
So by 2013, the fashion world had adopted cornrows as well. Cornrows and braids were seen on high fashion runways for brands like Marquesa and Alexander McQueen, and magazines had editorial campaigns featuring cornrows as a new urban hairstyle. And Riff Raff came onto the scene, a suburban white middle-class man who almost ironically took on a black scent and wore braids and gold teeth. And then James Franco took inspiration from Riff Raff for his role as Alien in Spring Breakers. And pop stars and icons adopted black culture as a way of being edgy and gaining attention. In 2013, Miley Cyrus twerks and uses black women as props. And then in 2014, in one of her videos called This Is How We Do, Katy Perry uses ebonics and hand gestures and eats watermelons while wearing cornrows before cutting inexplicably to a picture of Aretha Franklin. Uh-huh. I see you. So, as you can see, cultural appropriation was rampant. Not only were white people becoming rappers, but they were excelling in the world of hip-hop. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis' song Thrift Shop garnered a number one spot on Billboard's year-end chart for 2013, and then Iggy Zalea's song Fancy reached number one the following year. And in May of 2014... I wonder if she wrote this, because she's 16, and she's, like, going all the way back through, like, hip-hop history and culture. Like, I, I didn't know 16-year-olds kept up with any of this shit. Like, to even be like, yes, in 1985, when so-and-so wore cornrows, and... She's a very, very... Inte- from from you reading that, that's why I asked how old she was. Mm-hmm. Um, because whoever raised her was like, you will know your history yeah wow they was like, like i don't know if they wrote it for her and she's reading it or if she came up with that all on her own or yeah, she came up with it all on her own honey kudos yeah because i mean i wouldn't know shit like if you told me to be like can you write about the blues and how that shit was taken over i'd be like man i don't know white people probably stole it like everything else that's all i got for you uh, yeah she got years dates who was number one how much albums they sold like she's like i'm gonna do my homework don't come at me that's amazing um but uh yeah so she goes on let's see uh of course cornrows are banned in some schools black women worry about not looking professional enough in the workplace so many opt to straighten their hair to avoid scrutiny and the military has strict racially biased rules about hairstyles that are acceptable yes they do acceptable the problem isn't Jenner's hair per se. It's the fact that her image is rooted in black culture, but she never acknowledged those underlying influences. Months ago, Jenner's field, Jenner's field lips sparked a social media debate about beauty double standards for white and black women. Girls across the country joined in on Kylie Jenner's lip challenge to make her, their lips more plump, leading black women to post photos of their natural features, which have been ridiculed in the past. Jenner is knowingly or unknowingly profiting off of the beauty standards that black women and black men are degraded for. Adding insult to injury, the hashtag white women do it better has been trending on Twitter since Friday, but it's not, well, it's kind of, it wasn't necessarily trending, adding, at some point it stopped, it was trending ironically for most of that is what I would say. Correct. Like it was, like that shit got shut down and taken over so quick. It was so good. But it's not just gender. All of a sudden white women with with big butts are the new coveted norm overlooking women of color who have been harassed and belittled for their curves just look at the jenner sisters the kardashians kim's butt hasn't been a source of desire and envy for years but serena williams can't even play a tennis match without the world picking her body apart right this isn't to say that white women and men can't experiment with different hairstyles the point is they need to be more conscious of what those styles mean to people who birthed them and be verbal about long-standing social inequalities and institutional racism kylie jenner do better is a lot of editorializing in this uh think progress piece by 
uh karima towns um so uh zero to a hundred can we you feel fuck with it all on that mm, no yeah i don't feel fuck with it either mm-hmm. um and no. uh i'm really impressed not necessarily by her point of view but i'm impressed by the fact that she was able to put such a compelling argument together right. at such a young age involving right. history and all that shit just because i've heard people express it before but it's so emotional right that they don't have any factual backs that like there's no they don't make the full argument it's just kind of like you're pissed you know it's, it's kind of like the gut reaction is like look at this motherfucker with these cornrows what the fuck do you think this is right and then that's kind of the end of it mm-hmm. and you know like i said she went and did research there's two more minutes of that like that's not like that wasn't the end okay. uh, that she had more shit to say about it. I, I might let me play some Forbes more released an article titled hip-hop's unlikely new star a white blonde australian woman but at the same time, police brutality against black people came to the forefront in an incredible movement ignited by the murders of Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, Eric Garner, and many others. People began to protest institutionalized racism by marching and by using social media. Celebrities spread awareness and shared condolences, or at least some did, as Azealia Banks, a black female rapper, pointed out. As Azealia Banks observed in her tweets, white musicians who partook in hip-hop culture and adopted blackness, Azealia in particular, failed to speak on the racism that comes along with black identity. Banks and Azealia feuded on Twitter until Banks participated in an interview on New York's Hot 97. I have a problem when you're trying to, like, say that it's hip-hop. She edited. She edited. I want to. Wow. Whoever edited did a great job. Put it, like, up against black culture. Like, it's like a cultural smudging was what I see. All it says to white kids is like, oh yeah, you're great, you're amazing, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And it says to black kids, you don't have you don't own not even the shit you created for yourself. And it makes me upset. That itself is what is so complicated when it comes to black culture. I mean, the line between cultural appropriation and cultural exchange is always going to be blurred, but here's the thing. Appropriation occurs when a style leads to racist generalizations or stereotypes where it originated, but is deemed as high fashion, cool, or funny when the privileged take it for themselves. Appropriation occurs when the appropriator is not aware of the deep significance of the culture that they are partaking in. Hip-hop stems from a black struggle. It stems from jazz and blues, styles of music which African-Americans created to retain humanity in the face of adversity, which itself stems from songs used during slavery to communicate and survive. On a smaller scale, but in a similar vein, braids and cornrows are not merely stylistic. They're necessary in order to keep black hair neat. So I've been seeing this question a lot on social media, and I think it's really relevant. What would America be like if we loved black people as much as we love black culture? Shit. Well done. Well done. I'm going to put like three fingers up in the air for her. uh, Right. For uh, Hunger Games. Right. (laughs) I I don't know um, what her future holds, but you know that right there you know if she chooses to mm-hmm. she she would do some awesome work yeah yeah who knows man but you know like i said as a compelling as compelling as i've seen the argument made because right. people typically get so emotional they're kind of skipping all over the place mm-hmm. and you know at some point and you know i don't know at the end of the day i don't know what the fuck kylie jenner is supposed to do 
with her platform or something i feel like the long the long and short of it is just don't wear this shit is what the only solution is for people like her because she ain't about to be marching for no black lives matter Mm -mm. she ain't like and and then you know a lot of women from outside of our culture feel like they get some type of fucking pass because they fucked a black dude ain't that the truth so it's like then i can you know like you see people that take it too far where it's like they're calling people the n-word and shit on twitter right. and it on doesn't... social media and in people's faces like you know like oh look but it's cool because i have sex with black people so i can say nigger to them and that's cool no it does not excuse that it does yeah. not give you the authority and the thing is like people from different races uh sleep with each other all the time that's not the problem the problem comes in is that when you don't respect the other person's culture yeah so i mean you know the only thing the only real option i see for most of these people is just not to do that shit because the other thing is if you were steeped in black culture and you were steeped in black causes and you were trying to help black people you probably would be empathetic enough to know not to put your hair in fucking cornrows because some black people are not going to take it as a sign of solidarity but more like a sign of oh you don't really understand how offensive that is Mm -hmm. you know um and she's absolutely right you know about painting something in blackness and then using that as like oh this is a cool way to get a lot of clicks and retweets or i've never had my hair this way before everybody's gonna be like wow you know so it could be you know some shit like that where it's like you're looking at this as simply i did my hair differently but this is the same thing that people call me ghetto for right this is the same thing people are criticized for this you know uh afros and cornrows and twists and all that stuff that stuff was joked and and banned and you know years ago you weren't even allowed to to do those things but you know now it's the quote-unquote cool thing to do and you know when you do shit like they had that pic with one of the kardashian had that little braid thing on her hair and people had a fucking fit them with twist on the side of her hair and the article came out go this is the new style or something like that Mm -hmm. you know people going what the fuck uh black women been doing that yeah it was like bold and brave check out these bold and brave braids it's like there's nothing bold or brave about that black people been doing that shit for 20 years now you know yeah yeah so i definitely understand man like like i said i don't know what the fuck the solution is other than just don't do anything you know um and i just don't there's no there's always going to be a level of distrust. There's always going to be a level of anger. And there's always going to be um, a hurdle of credibility that you're going to have to pass to uh, trespass into black culture, in my opinion. Right. And now people are just able to be more vocal about it because we have social media and people have different outlets and platforms. Right. So now you actually know what people think. It's not that black women just started thinking this yesterday. Nope. Black women have been thinking this shit for years. Black women have right. been thinking this shit since people were pretending like a white woman with a big ass was like somehow much more uh covetable than a black woman with a big ass where it's like oh for you you need to lose weight oh a white woman got a big ass and that's what i'm talking about you know so there's and there will always be animosity there Mm -hmm. even if it is at a situation where that person doesn't deserve the animosity necessarily like you know i'm sure there's some women that that are white but they love black culture and it's not on some let me disrespect black culture right, they really love but they're the never culture. gonna they're always gonna have to take over that hurdle and they're just gonna have to that's gonna be part of the the path right you know it's like uh like i said like as a man sometimes people will say something to me where 
you know like oh you're talking about this issue with black women but you you know but blah 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 and i'm like i'm not a black woman i can't i'm not i can't tell you what a black woman's experience is so if you're upset with me even giving my opinion about it i don't know what else to do i can just not give my opinion or not talk to you about it but that's kind of the thing with this shit too like if this person is gonna just rock these cornrows and you know let's be honest most of them are gonna do what the fuck they want to do because nothing's really gonna happen to them correct um like the only thing you can hope is that at some point they'll listen to somebody but i don't know you don't really see a lot of black women in the kardashian circle Mm -mm. you know there's a lot of black men and shit but you don't really see like too many sister girls over there trying to like you know bend that ear and be like yo you probably shouldn't rock them cornrows that's that's not gonna go over well a little bit offensive you know right and also it's just one of those things where even in the uh workplace uh about i say you go back maybe 10 to 15 years ago uh women wearing their natural hair in a in a, in a corporate setting mm-hmm. that shit wouldn't pass if, if you didn't have a relaxer you yeah. and i walking in with no braids right. or no fro and no shit like that with no within the past few years it's been acceptable right you know and depend on your working environment yeah it's acceptable but you still might get looked at halfway crazy walking in there with your natural hair in some working environments yeah um yeah i just don't think in that level that circle with that much money and all that shit you're just not gonna run into too many pro-black like girl you messing up type black people you just not you know what i mean the vast majority first of all if it's black men they're not gonna say shit because they're thinking they're gonna get some they're gonna get fucked right you know and a lot of black men really do mistake like being sexually wanted for this as the same as being respected and it's not which you know is a just a, a really big issue uh culturally and it's a really big issue ego wise it's like when you combine you know uh patriarchy with uh race it just you know like it like to black men a lot of times they're like i'm being coveted which means i'm being respected you know meanwhile you know that's not a true respect for you or your culture Mm-mm. if she's walking around calling you the n-word rocking cornrows nope. and putting on a black scent when you're around and calling shit ghetto and shit like that that you that you decided to let go because and a lot of dudes do this they just let it go because it's like oh yeah i'm 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 black you know so uh at least she's with me um and then the other part of it is of course um the black people that are in that circle do they even really care about that shit nope a lot of them don't you know what i mean like you they the, could give a fuck yeah so i i would be shocked if she stopped is what i'm saying i don't expect anybody that she knows to say no. anything to her Hmm, and if um, they do she'll look at them like something wrong with them yeah like maybe a facebook comment will get through but i don't even know if those people read comments and shit no nah, they don't not they probably just look at the metrics like oh a million hits mm-hmm. <laughs> no uh, matter how or what they said right you just post something on instagram and you go okay this is how much you got retweeted and posted um here's something that's been a bit controversial uh there's an exhibit inspired by ferguson that opened at a uh, chicago gallery and uh it has pissed off some cops um and the video i saw of it kind of pissed me off a bit so i don't know where i stand on this but i'll play the news article about it first 
got a sneak peek at this exhibit before it officially opens tonight. And this exhibit is shocking. It is provocative and it is very timely. It is one woman's take on what she calls white privilege in America and how it negatively affects the black community, not just now, but how it has for generations. She's a conceptual artist and she's a white woman from New Orleans who 10 years ago when Hurricane Katrina hit says she watched the people who lived in her city abandon it. The sadness she felt back then still alive today as the conversation about race continues to swell in America. The exhibit is filled with thought-provoking images, shackles from a slave, a black statue of liberty, a noose dangling from a neon sign, and in the middle of it all, as you said, a life-size workup of Michael Brown, the Ferguson teen shot by a white police officer. It sparked riots in Missouri for days, marches across the country for weeks, and conversations that are still very much alive now one year later. The controversial Confederate flag also represented here, a symbol addressed in South Carolina just today. The artist's feelings about all of it on display in Bronzeville for the next month. There are many artists coming out of this m movement, um, and we're activists, and we're just expressing, um, and we happen to be expressing through visual art. But we know that the arts are very healing, and so it's really, I think, a lot of self-help for many people. We know this is a courageous exhibit for us also, Gallery Guichard, in the heart of Bronzeville, to deal with race in such a way that it makes people stop, and we're really excited about that. You know, courageous indeed, and again, quite timely. The anniversary of Michael Brown's death is really just a month away, a one-year anniversary, that is. And Michael Brown's own mother making the trip here to Chicago today to see this exhibit for herself. And that particular exhibit is personal for her. It does show her son's life-size body on the ground for hours as it was in the streets of Ferguson shortly after he was shot. Again, these are raw images. Again, one woman's take on all of it. This exhibit does requires some maturity, and perhaps it's not for all ages, but for more details on it, just go to our website for more information, WGNTV.com. We're live in Bronzeville. Julie Unruh, WGN News. All right, Julie, thank you for that. All right. So, you know, that's just kind of the general idea behind the exhibit. Um, like I said, police are pissed because, you know, the obvious. Um, Don't pay us in any dark light. Yeah, well, the obvious thing is here, you're talking about race and you're talking about it, uh, empathetically towards black people. Uh, you're talking, you're memorializing a victim of police, uh, brutality Reality. and over, you know, policeation of black people. So they just want to shut it down, right? Right. They're um, not trying to hit at it because then shit will change. Right. And we've seen how unreasonable police can be via police unions and things of that nature. Mm -hmm um and you know the intent of the work um from um the artist uh t-rock moore or whatever um i like i appreciate the intent uh now she does happen to be a white lady if it matters to people i know it does matter to a lot of people um i saw some of the work on display because i watched a video that netta posted is it all her work or is it a collaboration of different people i don't know she's the artist they're presenting she's the one getting all the credit okay so it didn't say you know if there was other artists i don't know how that works in the artist world if yeah. other people contribute and then you just put your name on it or what what i do know is is her 
like presentation okay she's kind of over it yeah. yeah like the art gallery is presenting her anti-racist art you know um now apparently she's not none of the mike brown stuff is for sale so people can't buy that but you can buy the other art you know whether it's the clans member who are you know up against a wall uh like a choir or the blackface statue of liberty with a uh noose over it its head um or um you know there's uh, uh boxes of crackers uh <laughs> like saltine crackers and it's like white privilege is this that and the other like there's there's all kinds of, of stuff here you know um which i don't really have any issue with um i also don't take i know a lot of black people do i don't take any issue with the fact that she's taking upon herself to be have activist work me either and to um um and to speak out um about racism and stuff like that i have no problem i think a lot of people take issue with white people even doing something like that i don't because the other option is being quiet and you complain that they say nothing you can't goddamn have it both ways right and you know if this is your medium this is your artwork this is your passion i i don't find a problem with doing that you know i talked about the comic book strange fruit that i'm reading i read a blog post that was basically like they shouldn't even have done this and i'm just like well if it's done well i'm okay with it now that being said from the video that netta posted i don't know how well done the work is necessarily um you know there's a thing where it says i can't breathe i'm black in america i can't breathe but breathe the spell with no e so it's breath i can't breath like i don't know if that's on purpose or not or it's misspelled i don't know what the fuck happened there um some of the stuff is kind of um you know uh i don't know it just feels like simplistic to me but maybe to a white person that's never thought about race it'll be like the deepest shit ever you know correct like every black person pretty much in america that's racially aware has like a phd in racism and shit but you don't have a choice yeah but you know white people might find these simple truths to be like oh my god i never thought of it that way you know um i you know i don't care about the the body of mike brown display being there if it's to, to have the emotional impact of this was a real person this is what uh people had to deal with in the streets for all that time when the police wouldn't even move the body um uh, when they wouldn't even you know uh when they were treating the the residents like criminals right um you know i really would like if i was gonna do work i would like to see more work about how the police treated the the protesters right you know because that matters also right but anyway all that being said netta goes in there on the video that i saw it's on periscope you can follow her on twitter and you can see it yourself netta goes in there and she asked some tough questions that honestly i feel like every black person that would have watched watched that display would have had when we walked in there it's a free open display all you have to do is make an appointment to see it she made the appointment she came in to see it she was walking around kind of like filming the displays and talking about each one and like whoa i don't know what this is what is this supposed to mean you know like stuff like that and the second guy we saw in that video who i don't know if he's the curator i don't know if he's just a person that moderates the exhibit or whatever because the artist wasn't there when netta was there or if she was there she wasn't answering Netta's questions so this guy comes up to her and he's kind of like you know you got some questions what's going on here 
and she's like no i'm just looking you know and the guy's like well you know um kind of being rough with her like well you know you, you, you know if you got if you just hit a look or whatever just you know don't make a scene or anything it's like whoa netta wasn't making a scene and so then she kind of was like well actually i do have some questions then uh why is this being sold for this amount of money why is that being sold for this right and then he's um and so then he was kind of like well you don't have to raise your voice you don't have to do that and she's like what i'm not raising my voice uh there was a guy standing next to netta he told that guy to like if he could get her calm down get it under control and she was like that's not he's not my keeper right you know like she got real sexist real fast and this was a black dude this wasn't the artist this wasn't a white guy right a lot, um, a lot of times people do that to provoke certain emotions out of you yeah yeah so um then the other thing was there was this display and this did bother me and not because oh my god it's so provocative artistically but because i felt like it was kind of in rude taste there was like a rebel flag the dixie flag the confederate flag as you guys know it and it had the nine names of the people from the charleston massacre of that church mm-hmm. on the flag and it was being sold for forty five hundred dollars and i think it was actually sold um if i'm not mistaken and i'm sorry man but i don't understand what the difference is between not selling the mike brown stuff because you that would be tacky and in poor taste right but then using the sensationalism around the mike brown tragedy to sell an even fresher tragedy where you you know with this charleston nine and and when she and when netta asked him like well are the where are the proceeds going he just gave her some spill about well it's a private uh establishment so we need money we don't get any public funds and it's like no that's not the question because if you were just trying to sell shit and you just wanted to sell everything you would have sold the mike brown display but you knew tastefully that was that would have been the wrong thing to do right you're not giving money to the charleston church or the family members you didn't get permission Mm -mm. you just put their names up there and i have a problem with that and Mm -hmm. you know one of the people that um is a fan of the show she was talking she's on my facebook page and she was she's an artist and i think she kind of felt that she needed to defend art and provocative art for art's sake which i don't have a problem with art for art's sake i don't nope. have a problem with provocative art Mm-mm. but i do feel like as part of the public you make your pu- display public anyone can watch it i can be uh i can feel that the intent of what you did was not executed properly and for you to say i want to make an anti-racism statement for me to feel that it is racially insensitive at best cynically a cash grab rushed you know at worst that's at worst i don't you pick in between there what you want the statement that you feel was made like then you fucked up that's not on me i didn't go into this i'm not one of these people that go white people shouldn't even do art about race nope i'm not one of those people so you can't frame me as that i simply felt that whatever she tried to accomplish was not well done and her statement was that she wanted to accomplish some anti-racist stuff to to spread awareness it felt callous to even do that like that that just happened you know at least the mike brown thing is somewhat older even though i'm sure people that are close to that would be like you shouldn't be doing anything with that 
and you know and then the profit off of it and she was like well you know when people put the names and the likenesses of these black people that die on shirts you should be more offended at that first of all don't tell me what i should be more offended about but because that's very condescending it's not like i'm telling you that you can't support her art i'm only speaking my opinion but secondly um that is offensive to me right when people put those likenesses on shirts and they don't give anything to the family or they lie and you know and there's like just a a way to profit off of trayvon martin's face Mm -hmm. or something that is equally as distasteful to me i'm sorry but you know i i don't care if you're black or white what is the point of track like let's monetize this tragedy real quick and i don't let's capitalize on the pandemonium let's let's make some money selling these t-shirts that is fucked up to me Mm -hmm. very you know now so so you know there is no uh ultimatum there both things can be fucked up to me i found what she did to be kind of fucked up man i really if and and if if the artist would have been there i think it would have been different because the curator or whatever he was just so fucking like he tried to like set netta up to kick her out like like oh we don't need you raising your voice come on man please remain calm she wasn't you know it's that thing where it makes you mad because you're not doing it and where you're just talking in a normal tone like well you know what's going on with these uh with with the money for this why is this being sold for this much money i didn't want her in there ask those questions right and so then he would cut her off and obviously you know give and take you cut me off i'm cutting you off and then at some point he realized like oh shit i might be being recorded because she's pointing the phone at me and he's like oh am i being recorded well wait till i take this phone call then i get up like all of a sudden he has something better to do right it's like yeah you came over there being rude and then you realize fuck i'm on tape i might be going viral off this bullshit i really should have just treated her like i would treat any other customer right. or here's the thing you made provocative art you put it on display like you might not have made it personally but you put it on display in your establishment your job is to talk to potential customers or art you know people who want to see art artisans whatever you call them, uh people that 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 peruse art your job is to talk to them about it and maybe somebody walks in and they and they don't like it mm-hmm. i'm sure there's plenty of white people that walked in and are like fuck this display i don't like it right you don't go to them and just get rude and say you're making the scene get out no you don't you don't do that you treat them with the same respect that you treat anybody but he treated her on some like and then he was like are you gonna buy it like who the fuck are you you know so is that the only way i can view this shit is i gotta buy it now right that, that was- wasn't the fucking that you said it was free right to look you know what i mean it just it it was disgusting to me um the way it was handled was disgusting to me right. the way they dismissed her was disgusting to me um and shout out to her because she you know she just fucking held it down as always yeah and it may be one of the things where he might have recognized who she was maybe i don't know if he did or not it didn't seem like he did okay i feel like he would have did if not nah, no he couldn't have because if you know who netta is you don't even step to her that way correct because you because you'd be like it's about to it could be fucking shut down tomorrow right, fuck around be, be 50 people outside protesting yeah right. so you you that's not what you would do i think he didn't i think he saw her, a sister you know netta is attractive i think she came in he was like oh shit let me go on over here talk about this art and then he saw that she wasn't pleased and then it became very serious and you know sugar honey baby ma'am lady you know all that shit sweetie you know all that shit did you wouldn't have said to nobody else in there right it became all that like let me soothe you when all she really wanted was some answers and it wasn't gonna be 
it wasn't gonna end nice because her answers were fucked up you just didn't want to tell her we did this art we're not giving any money to these people's family and you have the right to we don't care about that we're a private institution and we don't give a fuck we need the money the end Mm -hmm. yeah you know because then it paints an ugly picture well the mike brown thing kind of seems like a pr move to get people in the door and then you sell them this other art right which is at its at its at its most simplest point that is what that was Mm -hmm. so you know we can try to like paint it around with flowery pictures or we can be real at some point artists gotta eat too right yes they do so we selling some of this shit and mike brown got you in the door and there's nothing wrong with that you use him as an anchor but just just be up front and admit that right like or, or maybe some people will take it wrong or be like i don't like that that's okay it is it's just gonna you made a provocative piece you're gonna piss people off what you didn't think was that you would piss black people off you right. thought you would be paid like and for me like i said at my most cynical it feels like painting like using black tragedy as the medium for your painting like right. like just dipping like a bucket of just black tragedy paint and you're like i'm gonna paint my art with this you know and sell it you know and that's if that's how it feels and it feels that way because some of it felt haphazard and 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 not well thought out and kind of thrown together and i couldn't picture anybody wanting to pay for that shit because i didn't think it was very creative or original for many of the pieces the saltine cracker shit looked whack the uh statue of liberty and blackface with the noose on it seemed uh over the top and the charleston nine flag to me was just downright distasteful man right, like that's like you said i'm sorry a new tragedy yeah and it's not because she's white it's not she could be fucking she could be blue i don't give a fuck you know and i'm not even talking about some of the that that seemed like it was written from a black perspective where it's like well you're not really like how would you even know you know what i'm saying i'm not even gonna talk about that shit because like i said maybe you can find a way to, that that is your authentic voice so that's mm-hmm. the point of this one painting is to paint it this way i'm not even gonna get into that and i'm and i'm giving i'm granting people the hey she's an activist and she's trying to make a statement i'm granting you that but that doesn't just give you carte blanche to do anything you fuck you want beyond criticism just because your heart is in the right place doesn't mean your execution is in the right place and that shit does matter Mm -hmm. if it doesn't matter to you what the fuck is the point of art i just don't like if the only thing i can say about art is that i like it and support it or if i don't then i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about then don't ever put your shit out then then don't even put it out for public display do private screenings private galleries let private people see it never let it see the fucking light of day if that is your perspective but that's like me putting out a song and being like y'all niggas gonna give me opinions i didn't ask for no opinions on my song like nah nigga i let the world hear it i gotta hear what the world gotta say that's the trade-off so you know and and for me what i kept imagining and who knows i mean maybe it wouldn't have went this way but i imagine like if the artist was there she might have been more receptive to be like well let's talk about it yeah even if she would have said like you know what you're right that is fucked up i'm i'm not gonna sell this piece or i'm gonna take this piece down or i'm gonna give some of the proceeds of this piece to this to to these family members like right you know i don't want to to seem callous as if i'm adding to the problem but this brother got so fucking annoyed that she would dare ask questions and not like see to his authority and and just like shut up and leave Mm -hmm. like he got so annoyed with it that he made he exacerbated the situation 
and i posted the video and said i was disgusted i didn't say the display was disgusting i didn't say the idea was disgusting the execution was fucking disgusting though and i don't like i don't know how that could be anyone that saw that video and came away from that thinking no they handled that just right you know even because that's part of the game somebody might walk up in there with a negative attitude somebody might walk up in there and be like i don't like your thing i know a lot of people did Mm -hmm. that's why you did the artwork so then you can't you just can't be that fucking defensive and a hundred what the fuck a hundred i forgot what segment we was doing (laughs) (sighs) all right let's do something fun i'm sorry did you want to add anything you didn't see the video so i know no i didn't see the video so i'm good yeah yeah yeah, and that's the other thing if you didn't see the video we can't have the discussion i'm sorry and i'm not trying to be a dick about this and i'm not saying it to belittle anybody but it would be like us having a discussion about a movie that you refuse to watch and you know if you or if you maybe you're not able to watch it i can't talk to you about it then you know some people were like trying to hop in this discussion it's like did you watch it because if you watch it I, I have a hard time believing you don't have a feeling of like oh they totally fucked that up you know like maybe the idea was okay but by the time i got done watching the way they berated netta and the way that they went back and forth with her, right i was like yeah i would never support this woman doing shit and she and the, the artist isn't even there Mm-mm. but that's just the bad feeling that left was like yeah i don't want to if that's the fuck how people are treated if they ask you to explain your art is this negative attitude i don't want to talk about it you know like fuck it i ain't gotta you know you ain't gotta worry about me bigging you up you know ain't no ally cookies over here i don't believe in just being like well she tried fuck that shit (laughs) you could do better other people are trying and they're doing way better anyway let's uh let's get to uh ball alert let's do that um where's my music oh well it would help if i was on the right list wouldn't that be a great thing to do Gotta here go 12 bars, Gucci man got nine cars, we don't call them down no more, oh now we call them five star, five star nigga, that's a five star click, that's the six for that five, that's that new M6, pay a pin, get a hell, fix my even pay a rent, and the way she give it to me, best none I ever spent, I, I can't even lie, I, I'm so super high, I do not need her when I give her unless she is fly, Gucci man a thug B, she run as a squirrel, see she love me now, she love me not now, all my bitches love me if you in atlanta look up gucci girl and beat me you can find a five-star hotel you can meet me five-star bitch that's a five-star bitch that's a five-star bitch if your credits go high these nails stay fly keep your juice box wet and your head something fine you a five-star bitch you a five-star all right here is the uh questions for the chat room the selection Number one, Groupie tells Deontay Thompson has good D, and I'm not talking defense. Number two, Sticky Fingers, Sex Tale. Number three, Groupie tells Ohio State Buckeyes Braxton Miller. Number four, Groupie tells I had sex with Rich Dollars and it was good while it lasted. 
and lastly uh five actions a woman needs to see to trust you to lead her from a man's pov blog by at mitchell chance yeah you're gonna have to do this and i'm trying to get back again oh okay let me go in the chat room and ask you guys uh pick your number and uh i will play some more music until they get ready yo got it i do great a shit i'm the realest nigga walking and it's the remix and i'm still out here looking for a five-star chick when i catch her i'm a blesser with a five-star kick she a natural born hustler she ain't chasing no suckers on the mess with real nigga she never fuck a bustle all right look like number four one so that's rich dollars um you guys may know from love and hip-hop i guess that one's just new york right love and hip-hop new york no i'm assuming so yeah that's the one with the um the lame niggas uh <laughs> yeah, i hate the new york one groovy tells i had sex with rich dollars it was good and it was good while it lasted we've had our share of baller mail on love and hip-hop's rich dollars but this is our very first groupie tale not the reality no the reality star do not think wait on the reality star okay do you think rich dollars is good in the sack read the group tale and find out disclaimer group tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 accuracy of any story posted got a group tale email 118 at you can remain anonymous i met rich dollars at an album release party i was there with my friend who happens to be a good friend of his when he was walking towards the bar she flagged him over to our section and made small talk and also introduced us he was actually super sweet and somewhat charming to me it wasn't long before we exchanged numbers and texted for a few days we decided to meet up for a quick lunch we met at a cute little restaurant sylvia's on malcolm x and we started to converse he was telling me about about dollars unlimited how he was signing artists about his life everything well everybody on love hip hop got a label oh yeah you think i'd known him for a whole year with all the information he threw out the first date with them cameras around nothing sexual was discussed over text nor in person so this led me to believe he was a gentleman despite his public reputation so after we texted for a few weeks this was time by this time it was about one and a half months after we met and our messages started to get a little more heated a few pictures exchanged a little phone sex i was having fun with it he decided we were going to go through with the messages he said he wanted to come see me i live in staten island so i didn't think he would come but after i gave him my address he was there real quick well you know staten island nobody comes to staten island someone told me that on twitter oh so it basically cut off so it basically started off on the couch by him kissing my neck chest thighs his lips are magical i tell you i returned the kisses and asked him if he had protection luckily he came prepared so i put it on him and began giving him oil Ugh, condom blowjob mm, that's the worst kind do you hate him <laughs> he's huge by the way long and thick nicely edged up and clean cut but anyway he liked it and also returned the oil his tongue felt so good on me well he didn't use a uh, some saran wrap on you yeah they got mouth guards for that nowadays mm-hmm. i almost came then but held myself together we started off in missionary and then from the back his thrusts are super long and deep i really had to fight back tears <laughs> you're crying 
he lasted a good while considering most guys just bust in five minutes lol but it was good and we both got on got our nut in so all is well after all we continued to text and call every now and then had a few more sexual healing sessions hell he even had a romantic rose petal bubble bath waiting for me at his place damn in his house he got two women but a few days later i heard from another trusted friend that he was showing my pussy pictures to his homeboys this was the second time i've heard this oh so you believe it the first time ah! yeah, she got her into these streets though i thought that was whack so i confronted him about it of course he denied it plus i can't prove it so i let it go we no longer talk due to different reasons well that's what we want to hear and me telling my story is not to bash him in any way because it was good while it lasted but just to warn females about sending explicit pictures because you never know who the person you trust might show them to shut up uh <laughs> what no shit i didn't do this to put his business in the street i just want to tell y'all something everybody already knows anyway i stopped reading uh, 11 8 editorializes i stopped reading when she said he was long and thick rich's news leaked years ago and long doesn't describe anything going on below his belt thick maybe but not long you can look at the news here if you want i don't want to nico rose <laughs> nico rose said she's fluffing some things chaco said fluffing. chaco said she lost me at he decided we would have sex get real a beautiful brownie said she lost me at i had sex with rich dollars i'm a five star bitch because i ain't that other bitch she be struggling for her from the womb i've been rich i ain't gotta tell you about the money or the shoot game all you gotta do is google trina see the poop man none of these hoes doing shows in a recession because get the decline now they suffering a depression why you spending meals having all kinds of deals i'm a five-star bitch eating five-star meals my whole lifestyle like coming to america all my food in my bag how i carry her walking through the airport like i'm in a parade on my hologram Falling on the E train. All right, let's get into our games. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist as hell. All right. <laughs> Let's get to number one. This one happened in a little state that we like to call Texas. You guys may know it from uh, Rick Perry, an elected official that they decided represented all of them uh texas pizza worker um saved a kid from being kidnapped on her smoke break oh mm-hmm you know how it is you go outside for a quick smoke next thing you know you're on the news because you saved somebody um 
save somebody child from being abducted sound like a chuck e cheese story actually it sounds like the opposite of what happens at chuck e cheese chuck e cheese like seven kids killed again by a drunk parent it's tuesday negroes were fighting <laughs> and oh, an extra <laughs> let's just start the news report and uh extra slice of pepperoni led to a slaying of eight people all right down here at monkey joe's um let's see so all right and alice boy is back home with his family at the authorities say he was abducted from his home wednesday night the story of how that little boy was rescued is extraordinary the hero is an alert pizza shop employee it started as a regular day on the job for courtney best who works at papa murphy's pizza shop is that like a ripoff of papa Papa john's papa murphy's is that even a thing i don't know i've never had a papa murphy's in my life (laughs) welcome to papa murphy's can i help you um yeah so she works at uh papa murphy's uh in hamlin shopping center was when it was time for courtney to take a smoke break she decided to step outside in front of the shop instead of out back like she usually does see that's how they get you you know you go to the she'd have missed it she was in the back right she was in the back that man goes free we're sitting around here like wow what happened uh i stepped outside i was standing by the trash can and i seen a white car pull up and i just happened to take my phone with me with me because we don't look at our phones at work i looked down and i saw a white dodge avenger amber alert and i was like nah that's not him no oh! said courtney the man was walking across the parking lot looking at me because i was the only person out here with the little boy the little boy looked scared and i was like no that's not him it was him and he had the missing boy the two walked into a nearby dollar store courtney says her gut was telling her she had to do something my stomach started nodding up so i was like ah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna check and see she hopped into her own car and discreetly drove by the suspect's vehicle to check the license plates sure enough there was a match i'd have had a i'd have probably had a heart attack <laughs> she called 911, but by this time by the time by this time the suspect was back in the car and about to drive off i'm on the phone with 911. i tell her look the place match up he's turning left on staples but i'm gonna follow him fortunately corpus christie christie police were ready for him the suspect channing galbraith was arrested the kidnapper boy seven oh seven year old nicholas gomez is safe and it all it's all thanks to an alert woman with a cr- incredible timing that's why i'm freaking out said courtney because what are the odds what are the odds of me looking at my phone i usually don't even look at amber alerts as bad as that sounds i look at them and i don't really pay attention i was like he couldn't get from alice in that little bit of time sure enough it was him uh courtney said she will now always pay close attention anytime an amber alert is issued well i guess that's like winning the lottery twice though you, you did enough you can turn your amber alerts off right the suspect was taken to corpus Christi city detention center he will be extradited to jim wells county to face kidnapping charges guess the race of pizza shop employee of the month courtney best let's see what everybody thinks in the chat room uh she's a ball alert girl she got them those mad investigative skills <laughs> <laughs> white because a black woman will barely do anything while on the clock let alone while she's on break ah. she saw that kid being taken near to the nearest subway black oh. <laughs> courtney equal black white white became a hero by mistake white she had a choice of going out back white ain't no papa murphy's in black town says charlotte 
well the correct let's see what that white woman love lifetime movie in the making <laughs> well uh we'll see white white as a home police as the take that take home piece of cheese and black so the correct answer will shock you all she was a black woman oh wait most of you did miss that hold up to the few of you who did get it right Her last name threw you off because it's best. I mean, look, black people can't be good Samaritans. Come on, guys. Come mm-hmm. on, buddy. Mm-mm. What? You saying no, we can't? What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, Karen? You can do now, the right thing and be black. Now you're playing against the race. Two South, well, that's why y'all missed being racist <laughs> two south carolina parents were arrested this week after forcing their 14 year old daughter to live in a tent in the woods because she ate a pop tart without permission well goddamn should have went with the toaster strudels i know they died good but you can live in the house yes you can sumter county sheriff's office said tuesday james driggers 33 and his wife crystal driggers 36 have been denied their child entrance to the home for two days and she was expected to remain away from the home for a whole week. That's what I'm tired of these goddamn driggers. They move in your neighborhood and they fuck everything up. They drive down the property value. They go to school with your kids, you know. Now you got driggers in your school. Ah. Your kid starts dating them, the drigger lovers. I don't want to see that. Only good driggers are dead driggers, I'll tell you that. Oh, Lord. The tr- what? the child was ordered driggers are horrible people karen <laughs> like around their big trigger lips mm-hmm. big, big trigger noses mm-hmm. sucking up all my air trigger eyes mm-hmm probably eating chicken and watermelon in the woods that's what <laughs> i guarantee it's a chicken and watermelon flavor pop tart guarantee that ah hot but, sauce pop tart <laughs> the child was ordered <laughs> potato salad pop tart the child <laughs> The child was ordered by her parents to stay to set up a tent in a wooded area known <gasps> known to have wild hogs and was provided with only a roll of toilet paper, a flashlight, a whistle, and a watch. Well, she blow the whistle, y'all ain't gonna come. The teen girl was allegedly told by her parents to meet someone at a fence on the family property at specific times during the day if she wanted to receive any food. Her brother delivered her an open can of spaghettios with a plastic spoon one afternoon. The child was also left to fend for herself during severe thunderstorms that hit the town. <gasps> the girl's grandmother called police after hearing she was outside Thursday. The grandmother went in the rain to take the child to her own home right around the corner. Wow. After the child was returned home later th- Thursday night, police talked with the parents. The parents were sent was, and then the child was sent back outside. Oh, would you come in and go? Y'all need to do better. Okay. Mm-hmm y'all didn't believe the baby was outside like now go on back outside in a follow-up friday afternoon police discovered the girl had been sent back to the tent more than a quarter mile from the home investigators also learned that during the previous month well i don't think it's that far but still they sent her back outside right investigators also learned during the previous month the child had been sent from home from the home every day at 8 a.m and prohibited to return until 6 (gasps) p.m she couldn't return for any reason not to get a drink not to use the bathroom nothing Bunch also said Sumter County has been experiencing heat issues for the last month. 
with temperatures regularly surpassing 100 degrees the driggers have five other children oh god don't driggers always have a whole lot of goddamn children just all mm-hmm. in your neighborhood driggers here driggers there driggers please They have five other children, four of which were in the home at the time. Those siblings have been placed in the custody of their grandparents while the 14-year-old girl is with the South Carolina Department of Social Services. We feel very confident that the parents were overstepping their bounds, Bunch said, from trying to correct the child's behavior to true criminal punishment. Both parents have been charged with a single count of unlawful neglect of a child and more charges are possible as the investigation continues, police said guess the race of these triggers <coughs> the trigger family those camping ah! those camping triggers ain't niggers equal white oh, Lord. white doomsday preppers who made the tent out of confederate flags hashtag white parents do it better appropriators one whose ancestors chased runway runaway so they used to navigate in the forest cat cops have her gave her a warning white only white people would stake out that child for wild hogs uh it, i hate i had this one at tent white <laughs> those parenting skills are part of the southern culture white as the white around your lip fee five four figure damn i hate them triggers white white all that great parenting white these white folks sent their daughter to the edge of the plantation oh yeah, that's some into the wild shit black people don't own tents unless homeless white any meaning mining mode catch a trigger by the toe says mike the ah. correct answer and everybody you got it right those triggers were white mm-hmm. i put the picture in the chat oh wait the picture oh it's, it's trying to load um yeah i mean i get that you want your kid to learn to survive but you got to get out there and trigger rig uh some type of ah! some type of way to, to to get up there and uh get you a tent and get you some shelter i don't know why this picture doesn't want to load guys they want they want like trigger please um i already said trigger please okay can you oh. catch up on my puns all right I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. My bad. Well, you know, Drigger is the woman is the Drigger of the world. Is what I like to say. Ah, ah. Um. Yes, we are. Uh. All right. So I'll see if I can find a better picture for the chat. Oh wait, it did come up. It just took forever. There you guys go. Those are the Driggers in question. Look at them. The Drigger eyes. Ugh. Big Drigger foreheads. Right. Pasted Drigger lips god i hate drinkers um and i'm not don't call me racist now i just don't like driggers all right <laughs> i got plenty of trigger friends and they don't mind me saying that yeah, okay right i got a trigger pass um <laughs> let's go to the bonus <laughs> round <laughs> double the points and the race that's right guys double the point double the race for the bonus round of guess the race so far you guys are mostly one and one because nobody thought a black person would save a child's life you pieces of shit (laughs) um all right let's uh let's um do one more let's see here um here's one 
a beer pong player Uh-oh. uh distracts his opponent with a gun oh is that serious and accidentally shoots two people <gasps> wow mm-hmm. yep um, uh, i know max is stupid question but ain't that when you like bounce the ball into the cups that is when you bounce the it's typically a ping pong ball and you try to bounce it or throw it into full cups of beer if your ball lands into the beer then you got to drink all that beer which i don't know if that's the most sanitary thing and i don't really know if winning is winning when you know oh so if it's like, like i'm getting drunk from throwing my ball I'm, it's not it's not supposed to go the other way around loser drinks but okay okay question 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 so because i've never played this game before so if it like bounce on multiple cups you have to drink the multiple cups bounce on multiple cups it has to go in the cup oh in the cup okay yeah okay. and then you drink it's not very sanitary a ball that dirty ass ball is right. in your cup of beer and people drink out of it i've seen it i've seen it oh. with my own eyes oh how is that sanitary so what happens when you get white friends you find out that oh. white people really ain't shit man you know all this worshiping our culture does for whiteness and you're like man this is actually not good a suburban man spent his birthday in police custody after he tried to distract his beer pong opponent with uh, with a gun Saturday, and he accidentally shot two people. Mm-hmm. Manis Shannon, 27, was playing beer pong at a Fourth of July party in Roseland around 9:20 p.m. Saturday when he pulled out a nine-millimeter semi-automatic gun. Shannon began waving the gun in his opponent's face to distract the 24-year-old South Chicago man during his turn. Man. They was playing Chicago rules. No wonder. Um, the opponent pushed Shannon away, and as he did, the gun went off, striking the opponent in his finger <gasps> and a 20-year-old Roseland man in his shoulder. Prosecutor said, according to Antoinette, oh wait, Antoinette, a 20-year, the 20-year-old was sitting nearby texting at the time and not involved, involved with the game. The victims drove themselves to Roseland Community Hospital after the shooting, which happened uh in south forest avenue both men's conditions have stabilized shannon was arrested at the suburban blue island home late saturday and charged with reckless reckless discharge of a firearm uh sunday was shannon's 27th birthday oh good for him buddy spinning in jail yes you did on monday cook county judge um set his bail at a hundred thousand dollars prosecutor said shannon had an foid car and concealing concealing and carry permit in arkansas where he lived until february when he moved to illinois however he got an illinois driver license but failed to update his gun paperwork Ooh. guess the race of mr manis shannon check the chat room uh white privilege turns a shooting into an accident his friends weren't ready for those chicago rules black <laughs> <laughs> they were playing beer pong he was playing with a gun he shot someone and lived god damn it that this trigger is white oh dude bro white uh beer pong equal pale face white if he was black he would have shot straight a straight a student oh <laughs> yeah, that's true ac white white as white as the privilege that uh, that gun license duck dynasty lifetime pass whiter than the ping pong ball used to play beer pong committed a crime with the gun but it's still alive white i know a dude with a concealed carry but did time in cook county he was not white like this dude (laughs) (laughs) it's saltine says uh tuxedo uh panther well here's the thing guys you're all wrong 
You're wrong as shit. Yes. Suck up the booze. Take that, you racist sons of bitches. Black people do play beer pong. I think one person said black. One person got it right. Good for you, person that got it right. Way to be open-minded enough to understand that not all black people had the same hobbies. And sometimes we wear guns to inappropriate events as well. Sometimes we play drunk ping. We play drunk ping pong. And people ask why we play the game. <laughs> why do we say the name? Break stereotypes. Well, how do you feel now, stupid? Hmm. I know the whole audience missed it. Don't lie. Don't write me and say I got it. I know you're lying. <laughs> I won't believe you. I'm telling you right now. I won't believe you. Mm-mm. I barely believe me. Anyway, sore ratchet this time. We gotta talk about <laughs> that. <coughs> <coughs> and that's how you die fucking with them swords mm-hmm. um a scorned mom was caught with a sword on her way to revenge oh shit mm-hmm. to to get uh after her abusive ex cut up her clothes see this is one of the reasons you can't keep fucking around with women okay you keep abusing these women women don't know how to play right okay you cut up her clothes you have a slap fight with a woman next thing you know you're getting punched in your nuts you're like what the fuck happened when did we escalate to this all right women play to win you know they start fighting back next thing you know you cut up the clothes now they're gonna cut your ass up <laughs> you cut that clothes up my clothes up yes we got right. a problem now i'm cutting up your dick you like it was just some clothes police caught scoring sue long with a sword on her way to slash her ex's tires after he cut up every item in her wardrobe the mother of three had ended a four-year relationship with an abusive boyfriend when he ruined more than 200 pieces of clothing well let me tell you something buddy ruining 200 pieces of clothing not a good way to prove you weren't abusive sounds kind of abusive you know what i'm saying like something an abusive dude would think of i'm gonna ruin her clothes magistrates heard she wanted revenge and went out with an ornamental, ornamental sword stick a cane incorporating a concealed blade intended to damage his car but officers investigating the unrelated burglary spotted the 36 year old woman with the weapon in the park man that's fortuitous for them right and for that dude's tires prosecutor lynn warrington said in the early hours officers saw the defendant running she she was stopped and had a black pole in her hand then she dropped it oh so she acted real she was like oh shit they caught her Ah! (laughs) it's like they probably just thought she was running with a with a stick in her hand and then she was like cops and then it was like oh wait a minute ma'am can i talk to you for a second no didn't mean to go down like this she was arrested and when she was interviewed she said she had the item with her to slash tires and she was walking the fed case to do it the court heard lawn of heathfield road shell heath 
and had no previous convictions she pleaded guilty to possessing an offensive weapon in a public space her solicitor david green said years of physical and mental abuse had significant consequences for long she he said eventually she summoned up the courage to throw her ex out at the time of this incident he contacted her and said she was homeless feeling sorry for him oh said he was homeless feeling sorry for him she took him back in the house yep she returned home to find he was no longer there when she went to a wardrobe she found all her clothing 200 items have been cut up folded neatly and placed black into the wardrobe oh oh placing them back oh that's that that is a fucked up that that dude was abusive i know she was like you motherfucker yeah he chris brown that that's that next level abuse yeah you and chuck and then you're gonna put it you're gonna fold them up and probably wash them and clean them too and stuck them back i'd snap she went to a charity shop which i'm assuming is a thrift store goodwill or salvation army to get some more clothes but found the trainers she had put on had also been slashed the trainers what shoes are those shoes so he cut her shoes up but made it so that it looked like they weren't cut up so she went to put on the shoes and then they was cut up all right she felt humiliated she turned to drink in retribution she was going to cut the tires of her ex-partner's car she took an ornamental item she had in the house what she thinks he used to cut up her clothing immediately when found by police she dropped the item and made full admissions the court heard law had not had any contact with her ex-partner since the incident magistrates handed down a 12-month conditional discharge and ordered that the weapon be destroyed uh she must also pay 100 euros in court costs and charges well look man i'm gonna just say this i'm glad they stopped her when they did right because chances are she was gonna kill that man right he was right. gonna kill her you go down there and you think i'm gonna use my sword for justice to mm-hmm. just get these tires yeah, that wouldn't have ended well next thing you know your, your sword is 12 inches deep into somebody's sternum and you going how did we get here right you probably been better off just be like you know what good you know he yeah he fucked the shit up but you know what he gone and at the end of the day that's what matters yeah she was gonna kill that man because i could you blame her oh yeah Okay. i mean that's some and she got a hold of him mm-hmm. that was sword ratcheting that was sword on sword ratcheting it's the same sword he cut up her clothes with it and then she wanted justice with that sword she's gonna cut his ass up all right man we'll be back tomorrow um no sponsors today so until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.